Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Oh, D'Anthony, give me your hand. No. D'Anthony, you give me your fucking hand. Absolutely not. I need to grasp it. I need need our fingers intertwined for this one. This is not going to happen. Yeah, it is. Why? Because we're going to say a prayer. Um, James, go ahead and cue the uh, Celine Dion, Andrea Botticelli, the prayer. There it is. There it is. This is going out to all the Michigan fans. I pray you'll be alright and watch us where we go. Man, I, I am I am hearing a lot of bullshit being talked. On the interwebs about Ohio State, Michigan already, already. It's it's ten days in advance, and you're already talking shit. You haven't won in six years since the year two thousand, the beginning of this fine century of the Donald Trump era that will forever be known as this century. You've won three times. You were fifteen and three against Ohio State. You've lost fifteen fucking games. This century against Ohio State, and you're talking shit? You're talking shit? There's a guy named Brad Primo. Do you know who that is, Dan? Brad Primo. He's uh, one of the owners of Article 15 Clothing, right? And, and Lead Slinger's Whiskey. Um, yeah. he, is, he is one of said people. Because I'm like, man, I, I keep seeing this pop up in my personal feed about like articles about Urban Meyer still, these like conspiracy articles. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? The fu- who's fucking posting this? Michigan fans are the new Hillary supporters. They're, they're just looking for a way to, to find out, to figure out why they're fucking losing over and over and over again. It, look, someone's just better, and that's just all there is to it at some point in your life. You've got to say that and move on with your fucking life. Uh, Brad Primo claims he, he's never listened to this show. I find that hard to believe. That he's never listened to Drinking Bros yeah, podcast. He's just making that up. He's making. He's what he's. He's ashamed to admit that he's a fan of Ross Patterson. That's what it is. I or his own friends. Look, he's been an owner in Art Fifteen and Lead Slinger's Whiskey for what six, seven years now. It's, at this point, yeah, forever. You're gonna tell me that he's never popped on Drinking Bros podcast. I mean, this is out to three point four million listeners, and and the owner of his company with his best friends. He's never heard this, or or is he just ashamed? Because he's a Michigan fan, he's pro- it's probably a combination of things. You know, it's uh, like you don't want to give your buddies too much credit, but you also, uh, if you're a Michigan fan, particularly when you talk that much shit online, yeah, about Ohio State, and it's, I mean, you know, you can't really go out in public and do that shit. No, no, you can't at all. Um, people stop me in the gym too, and they're like, "Hey, man, I'm a Michigan fan, but by the way, I'm not gonna, I'm like, I'm not talking any shit." Um, it's just not worth it anymore. And I'm like, no, I, I understand. I understand your pain. And I respect that. Brad Primo, though, doesn't give a fuck. So the reason why we're opening with Celine Dion tonight is we're throwing up hashtag prayers for Brad. Find Brad Primo on Facebook. That's, that's Brad is in Brad and Chad. He's um, in the Drinking Bro Sports. Yeah, group, right? he's, in the, he's in the Drinking Bro Sports. Find him on his personal Facebook page or, or find him in Drinking Bro Sports. Uh, by the way, anybody is welcome to join that. It's a private group, but all, all we need is some questions answered and you're in to know that you're a real fan. We, we need a hashtag prayers for Brad. If Michigan doesn't win this year, 
I'm worried for his safety. We're going to need a buddy check on him. And then another guy named Steven Edward. Um, that guy's going to need a buddy check as well. I know, look, it's, it's that number 22 is near and dear to your heart for, for veterans. I worry about that for Michigan fans as well, Dan. I think there's probably a lot more Michigan fans in danger over that weekend than there are veterans. I, I, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm going to say that as well. Um, God knows if they lose for a seventh year in a row, what's going to happen to these poor motherfuckers. Here's the thing. You keep hitting me up on my feed. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you. Hashtag prayers for Brad. So throw them up, dude. Uh, find Brad Primo. Again, that's just Brad. Primo's P-R-E-M-O. Hashtag prayers for Brad. He's never listened to the show before. So this will probably come as a total surprise to him. Wink. Um, hopefully you, you can feel that sarcasm oozing through the microphone. And that's it. I'm going to get off my soapbox. You know why? I don't think Michigan or Ohio State, either of those teams, is good enough to win a national championship. So it's a fucking moot point. I don't give a fuck. Let's move on to title contenders and title contenders only. In the world of sports gambling, the two title contenders are D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, and Ross Patterson. We missed three college football games. Three NFL games. However many games. Total. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. If you, if you bet with us this weekend, you made thousands of dollars. Dude, a guy. So one guy put a fucking five-team parlay up. Did you see that one? Yeah. Man. What he, was his take on that? I don't even know how much money he made. I I, I want to say it was like $1,192 or something, but it was a small yeah, bet of like bit. 15 bucks or whatever it was. Uh, but a five-fucking-team parlay he won. We were in fuegs all weekend. The ones that we look, we always bring up the ones we lost on because I, I don't, I don't want to be one of those guys who hosts a fucking sports show and doesn't say, oh, I didn't fucking lose. Yeah, I lost three college football games, the last three NFL games. Here's, here's when we went wrong Kentucky. They got smashed by Tennessee. I didn't see that coming, did you? No, I did not. I, I mean, I, I, I do believe that Kentucky's a pretender, but Tennessee has been bad. They, they haven't made. Uh, they they haven't been ranked what in like seventeen years or something like that. It's been a long time. Something crazy. They had that bald quarterback um a couple years ago. I think they might have snuck into the ratings for uh, the rankings for you know maybe a week or two. But other than that, I, I can't remember it since the maybe the T Martin era, which is two thousand two thousand one ish somewhere in there. But um you know look when I was a kid they were amazing growing up and I look it's Tennessee is one of those teams I wish they were better because uh, I like partying there. It's a fucking blast. Everybody drives boats up to the game. It's awesome. For whatever reason, they, they just can't fucking pull it together. Uh, but they, look, they beat the fucking brakes off of Kentucky, and congratulations. That was one of the bigger ones that stood out to me. Uh, that Michigan game. Again, with the fucking Michigan game. Thank God at least I preface this by saying I cannot get that team right all year long. Uh, they were favored by 40. That was the highest point spread that, that we've seen in college football this year in the top 25. Uh, and they didn't cover no, I, I mean, but know, they beat the look, over exactly what I said, 42 to seven. Yeah, we said that. The, I mean, I would never bet on a 40 point over. I don't give a fuck who the two teams are, but I threw 50 on a parlay just to do it because I've never seen a spread that high. And it was like, all right, cool. And then it came down to, you know, it was 42 to seven. So the spread was 35. You know, obviously they didn't get the 40. But what I find hilarious was. You know, anybody who bet that over with us, it was 48 and a half and it ended up being 49. It was a half point Holloway on that one. That's why I do that because it fucking works. Because you're the fucking man. Is that what you said? Uh, because it works. You know, those half points here and there. I'm always talking about that. How uh, the uh, how Vegas is trying to like lure people into gambling with those half point fucking spreads. 
They are. The additions, yeah. like the 9.5 yep. or the fucking, you know, whatever. So Yeah, that happens every week. Um, so that was, I, that was two. I forget who the third game was um, on college football. Uh, but whatever. I'll, I'll digress on that. The other one I want to talk about is uh, the, the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots the got the Patriots fucking house, man. man. I mean, I didn't have any money on that game, but goddamn, that's a pretty attractive game to bet on, and they fucking tanked. Yeah, they I had a little, I had a little bit on that game, game and uh, it, it was awful because that was my televised game here, where it was just like, all right, sweet, I'll go and watch this at the gym, no bigs, right? Uh, I believe it was thirty-four to ten, if I'm not mistaken. Something I, I like eventually that. just left. I was like, holy um, shit. The people who really got fucked on that are whomever picked up uh, the Patriots' defense on the waiver wire in fantasy Oof. because you think going against the Titans, yeah, they're probably going to get two turnovers. They're going to get plenty of fucking stops. There's not going to be a lot of points scored in this game, and then bam, 34. 34 points, man. Brutal. Brutal. I, I, look, Dion. it was Dion's fucking statement after the game. He said that's what happens when you go cheap. They let him go, Dion Lewis, last year. And uh, he, you know, he had a pretty decent game for the Titans. And he said, look, man, they don't pay their fucking players. And that's what happens, man. Uh, they go other places and you get the shit kicked out of you. I, you know, it look, happens. it's the Patriots. So I'm not going to bitch too hard no, on the who, Patriots. Who but, you know, I will say this. This finally looks like the year that Tom Brady is starting to decline. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I never thought it would be he would get halfway through a season and just start having a bad season, but having more sporadically bad games throughout the year, that's yeah. what it's going to look like. It, you know, and look, are- he doesn't have a big-time receiver. Josh Gordon's been hit and miss, but not the superstar that they probably thought Randy Moss was going to be. And then Gronkowski, that, that guy hasn't fucking played. I understand now why they tried to trade him before the season started. He just can't stay healthy. And I, I, you know what they should really do is bring Aaron Hernandez back. Ah, oh, be great! A nice Aaron Hernandez hologram, zombie, zombie Aaron Hernandez. How good would he be? Man, line OJ up in the backfield. Yeah, let him just let the juice loose one more time. Ray, Ray Carruth in the slot. Yeah, <laughs> Ray Carruth on defense, um, and then <laughs> and then put uh, a hologram Aaron Hernandez out there. <laughs> There's your team, Patriots. That's how you win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Three people. It's like a power trio. It's like Rush. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that. Des Bryant's debacle. He was oh, great man, for was two bad. practices in New Orleans yep. and tore his Achilles. That's one of those injuries where you're done. That's really, yeah, that's one of those, the Achilles thing, because what it's an eight-month out yep. no matter what. And at this point in Dez's career, I mean, you really got to rehab the fuck out of that because all of the muscles and, and tendons in the foot have to be absolutely perfect before you can even come back. Um, this, is, this could be a career ender for him. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I only know a couple players who've come back from it. Most recently, Kobe. And uh, Richard Sherman, but even Kobe, man, uh, it was tough. He he had to take a lot of nights off. They had to limit his his minutes, and um, and he was shooting fadeaways too after that. Yeah, and that that's it, man. Uh, look, Shaq went down for that. That ended his career. Um, Richard Sherman, I, he, I, you know, he's played okay this year. It's tough to judge him on that shitty Forty ers team. But that's yeah. a tough injury to come back from, and uh, I don't look. That that three year eighteen million dollar deal he turned down from the Ravens now looks looks like a fucking shame. Uh, speaking of yep. which, you know the other guy who turned down fourteen point eight million today was Le'Veon oh Bell. God. Yeah, he just decided I'm not going to play football or get paid fifteen million dollars this year. Crazy, isn't it? I understand it. I understand his frustration. Uh, no one's been treated like this as a star player ever in the history of this league. I get it, but that's a lot of goddamn money. 
a lot of money. And I don't know if somebody offers that up. Maybe the Browns, but they look, Nick Chubb has looked fucking incredible these last few weeks for them. So yeah. I don't, I, I, I would have said the Browns would have paid it, but look, you got a rookie who's exciting. He had, dude, did you see that 92 yard run he ripped off against the Falcons over the weekend? Yeah, he's no joke. Whoo, man. I look, he, not only is he not a joke, I've stashed him on most of my fantasy teams. And uh, I was forced to play him for, for buys this week. And God damn it, he exploded at the right time. I Look, I thought he was great at Georgia. Same with Sony Michelle. I, I thought he's looked great all year for, for New England. He had a shitty game this, this weekend. But uh, those two backs have really proven their worth in the NFL. And uh, look, the Browns beat the shit out of the Falcons, man. I, the, uh, what I love about Browns fans is they treat every win like it, they just won the fucking Super Bowl. It's like, bro, that's you know win three. I think I picked them for five wins this year, which, look, they're, they're on pace for that, and congratulations. I still don't think Baker Mayfield is that, that guy. Um, he's too, he still looks too small to me out there, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's early for him. He doesn't know shit about the NFL yet. No, I, and I think you won't be able to judge him until next year unless he gets his bones crunched on something, um, you know, from yeah. running around doing something dumb like a Manziel-type sitch, but uh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Either way, that was a big that was a big win, and uh, I lost that game as well. But other than that, man, we were right as rain across the board, college and NFL. Uh, before we get to the sponsors, I want to talk about one game that I would wait to bet on before this all starts, and that's that Rams. This is breaking news. Rams versus Chiefs has been moved out of Mexico City to Los Angeles. The field conditions yeah, were shitty. Yeah, they get usually a team gets down to the. Uh, whatever away field they're going to play at on a Monday, late Monday, and they start practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, take Friday off, do press on Saturday, stuff like that, do light contact drills. So they get there on Tuesday today, and they're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? There's holes in the field. It's all sloppy and gross. Yeah. Like, There's no fucking way we're playing on this. We're professional football players. Yeah, look, the field conditions in Mexico were, were better for the people in the caravan than they were in their own football stadium. So yeah, there's a good. I, I've I've been hearing reports that the caravan uh, heading up from Central America actually stomped all over the field, <laughs> and that's why it's fucked up. I, I can't confirm that, but can't confirm or deny. What I'll say is this: the, the the path of the caravan looks a lot better than that field did. I saw the pictures of it online a couple minutes ago. Holy shit! There's a soccer team that uh, allegedly plays there all the time. It looks like a Sandra Bullock movie. Like she would go down there and rescue one of them. Like it looks like like the field conditions are that bad that you need an, an older white woman from Hollywood to come oh, down yeah. and rescue. Well, you know, I've actually like been doing that. So I drive around in uh, poor urban neighborhoods, and if I see a built looking like seventeen year old black kid, I just pick him up. I'm like, hey, you're my kid now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get you to the NFL, buddy. <laughs> Because I need that summer home, son. I need it. You need that summer home. You were also look. You're a big Sandy Bullock fan, and not a lot of people know oh, that. Yeah, you it's own the you own the Blind Side on Laserdisc. I do. Yeah, it's on Blu-ray, but I got it on Laserdisc because I'm, <laughs> you know it's just the fidelity's better on the Laserdisc. <laughs> uh, with that, let's get to the sponsors so we can get these fucking picks on. Hey, can we? Can we? Did you see that Jimmy Butler got traded to the Sixers today? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, look, that, that happened kind of, what, last Friday? So uh, today was official. Um, but, yeah, we, we can chat about yeah. that before we, we, we hop in. Jimmy Butler got traded. Yeah. I think, to me personally, this is the best place that he could possibly go. Oh, yeah. And, look, if I he— I mean, how much—there's there's not a lot of pressure on him. They got—they're they're starting five are going to be 
uh, Embiid and Sarek at the at the five and four, and then he's going to be a shoot, uh, uh, small forward, and then JJ Redick and Ben Simmons. That's not a bad team. I think Sarek got traded with Covington in that trade. Oh, did he? Yeah, and uh, Bayless. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it was Sarek and Covington, and um, I know it's going to be Simmons, Embiid, and him. I, look, and, and then I don't know what they're going to do with Markel Fultz, who looks well like a fucking disaster. Um, that could be the worst funny. pick of all time. It's funny they they mentioned. Uh, Butler actually mentioned him in his uh, in his speech today. Really? Like, hey, yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. He's got a lot of talent. We're going to work with him and blah, 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 and all this other bullshit. Um, very interesting. Yeah, I, look, you know, Jimmy Butler's saying the right things. Whether he does the right things is another story. He's had issues at every franchise he's been at. If I were yeah. him, just with the money involved, because if, if, if memory serves me correct from last week on this trade, nobody can offer as much money as Philly can in the offseason to yep. him. And look, this this is the perfect shit-talking organization between him, Embiid, and Simmons talking shit to people. Yeah, dude, seriously. Jimmy Buckets at the point going against... Dude, Philly, Philly against Boston to go to the championship? That'd be great. Oh, I am fucking in for I'm it, actually, man. You know I'm a Warriors fan. I lived in Oakland for like 10 years, but I'm almost... I, I think I'm going to start rooting for the Sixers in the East for the rest of the year because I want to see that matchup. Same, man. I'm amped. Is there is there first game tomorrow night? Uh, I think it is, yeah. I believe it is. I'm going to be watching that game. Hopefully TNT pops that shit up, man, because I'm amped. If He's set up in an Allen Iverson-type sitch where he could be the hero of that city. And look, let's face it, man. With the three of those guys, that young talent, I don't think they can beat the Warriors in the finals, but maybe in a couple years they can. And especially with the bullshit that's going on now, you know, the Warriors suspended uh, Draymond Green today. Uh, yeah, apparently he wanted to take the last shot or he wanted to hold the ball or whatever uh, in, in, in regular time the other night instead of giving the ball to Durant, letting him throw a shot, shot up. By the way, if you've seen Durant, he's 6'11", 7 foot in, in sneakers and can shoot over anybody. No one can block his shot. I, look, a lot of people think he's the greatest player in the league today. Either way, you know, look, Curry was out of that game. Durant yep. is in. Klay Thompson is in. Draymond Green, you were not the guy. You were not the guy that they hired to take the last shot of the fucking game. I can promise you that. So uh, I don't know what it, I don't know what was going on in his head because Draymond Green has never been that guy that looks for the limelight during that time of the game. He's always the facilitator. He always has been. That's like how he thrives, and he's never his attitude is never bucked at that. Like he understands his role. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. I think he just fucked up and got embarrassed. To be honest, that's what I think. Well, you remember in last year's finals, he did that twice. And in, in, at the end of games, and you were like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, th- yeah. this shouldn't be happening. I, I don't know what his deal is, but this is not the year to do it, especially with Durant's contract expiring this year. You want that motherfucker to come back. Fe- feed him the ball on a silver platter, dude, and let him shoot the last shot. That, that makes zero sense to me across the board. Well, but, he's also you know, the best. Like, he, he has the best shot of getting the ball on the hoop, too. Yeah, so I, look, he got suspended for it. He's going to miss the Hawks game. Big deal. Um, congratulations. They're, they're still going to win without without Curry and, and Draymond against the Hawks. Um, it was a nice little slap on the wrist. We'll see how, how he responds and how the team responds. But, uh, yeah, let's get into these sponsors um, yep. so we can get into these picks. Man, th- this show keeps growing and growing, and everybody's just asking for the picks. So, like, yo. Shut the fuck up, Ross, and just give me the picks. I know. Motherfucking Xander the other day. Xander from H-Factor Water, who gives us free shit all the time, gets us great guests. He's a great dude. But 
It's great water. Text. We love H yeah, Factor the water. The water, the H Factor is fucking amazing. I drink it before and after I go out boozing. I drink probably three or four of them a day, to be honest. But yep. Anyways, um, he texts me and he's like, hey, where in the show can I find the picks? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not time stamping the show for you. Go yeah, listen to the yeah. show, bitch. Let's listen to the want- fucking show. You can skip ahead. It's pretty goddamn easy to find the picks yeah. if you want to find your exact team that you're looking for. Uh, podcast world is easily set up for that. But our, our locks of the week last week in college football were Navy plus 25. They covered that easy. Um, I, I think they were playing UCF. They only won by seven. That was an easy yep. call. And then our lock of the week in NFL was the Saints at minus five and a half. They won by 50. So. Yep. That was that's five zero. That's, uh, do you five. do you want to say that again? Fifty five zero five, five zero zero. Yeah. That game was over at halftime. I had people sending me celebration emails at halftime saying, "Dude, I don't even have to worry yeah. about the rest of the week." And I'm like, "Speaking Man, of the me Saints, neither." They just uh, picked up another fucking receiver. Hopefully, this guy stays healthy. Yeah, boy, is it Brandon Marshall? It is. Yeah, I'm, I might throw him a waiver wire. I got to figure out this Le'Veon Bell sitch. Um, yep. One of my my underdog team in the underdogs league for Drinking Bros Sports, and again, sign up on Facebook, Drinking Bros Sports. Um, it's great to talk shit, and and we do fantasy football leagues and all that other stuff. Uh, I drafted him first; it was the only league I did that in. Gurley went first in every other league. I'm in first by a lot, and I don't really give a fuck. But if I had him back, god damn it, I would eat people's assholes out. Um, it is ass eating season, Dan. Uh, first- it is as of October first. It's ass eating season out there, and I want to really encourage you guys to eat as much ass as you can because you don't know tomorrow is not promised. You could die. You could walk out into fucking traffic tomorrow and get hit by a fucking bus. Yep. You could be eaten by a grizzly bear. All kinds of shit can happen. Get out there and eat ass. You know who right? said th- said that exact quote? Sandra Bullock in the Blind Side. Sandra Bullock, yeah, in, in the, the Blind, blind side. side. If you haven't seen the Blind Side, go pick that up on Laser Disc today. <laughs> It's available at every blockbuster near you. Um, first and foremost is mybookie.com. Man, we were getting killed by them. I mean, just absolutely killed by them. Please stop they, picking these fucking I, games. I, There's yeah, no way they the stay calls. on as a sponsor next year. There's no way. I love the calls because it's like, hey, you guys are sending us a lot of traffic, but uh, why? It's weird because everybody keeps winning from your side. What do you guys are? Do you like have a really big sports fan population? I'm like, I guess. You know, Man. maybe. We're just kind of good at this. I don't know. Yeah, we've look. We're over the seven hundred thousand dollar mark. This these last two weeks in particular, I, I man, this is the highest we've ever been, and we've been great all year. Like not to suck our own dicks, but we've been great all year. So again, if you go to mybookie.com for drinking bros, type in the promo code drinking bros. Any bet from a hundred dollars to three thousand is automatically doubled. They're forced to do this through the Super Bowl contractually. So again. If they don't bring us back, I don't really give a fuck because um, I'm not. We're not going to like lie or pick false games just to feed their pockets. I, all I give a fuck about is you guys getting rich and, and myself. Let's be real about it too. Uh, I'm betting all this shit, so we've been cleaning their fucking doors, and uh, I'm amped about it. Go to mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles deposits from 100 all the way up to 3,000. That's right. Put down 3,000, boom, you get six in your account. You can really ram it up their assholes. Fuck those guys. Um, man, I wonder if they listen to the show. I can't imagine they do. <laughs> oh, well, again, we signed a year contract. There's nothing they can do anyway. So fuck yep. it. Welcome. Fuck it. Um, next up, we've got ghostbed.com forward ghostbed.com slash scientifically bros. proven to be the best bed to fuck on. You make a baby. I make a little baby on that bed. Um, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 
This is huge. Their owner sent me a thing last night. Um, they got a Black Friday sale coming up. So uh, maybe wait till then. Maybe wait till next Friday to do this. Uh, you save up to $300 in a free sheet set. Um, those oh, they're free making sheets, sheets now. Yeah, the, dude, those those cooling sheets. Those are the oh, fucking the jam. Sheets. Yeah. God damn it. They're, they're probably good. made out of like bamboo or something. A lot of the new cooling sheets are made out of bamboo because it doesn't conduct heat at all. It, it, they're, they're incredible, it's man. We, we amazing, have a set dude. on our mattress. They shipped them over to be like, oh, hey, Tessie's a fucking amazing. I ended up buying them for the rest of the house. It's a $535 value total. Uh, there's also a thing if you go to this uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros where you can click here and save up to $7.99 off a matching ghostbed bundle set. So you can get like two for one. Um, wow. But you only get like, look, because I, I asked him, I was like, yo, how many fucking times can you do this? Because I'll do it just to, to do it um, for my parents and shit. But uh, it says only one coupon code. So just when you do it, make sure you, you fucking do it, you know, right and go for it on the on one down here. Because I don't yeah, know how long this wanna, shit's going to be available. Blow your load prematurely on those. Uh, speaking of blowing your load, how does it have you had to wash calmer blood out, out of those sheets yet? Yeah, yeah. I, I, when I first got it, I had to wash clown blood. Out of the bed, clown blood, right wow. out of the mattress, and uh, it comes off great, no stains, and um, you know, blacklight undetectable as well. So any any splatters, uh, you're good to go on that. That's right. calm so blood you, or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know, on this thing, there's look, you get two hundred dollars off a ghost bed on this fucking site, and then three hundred dollars off the ghost bed lux, like. The and deals they get the are pay as you go side uh, thing as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the the pay as you go thing is fucking crazy. What they name it on here? They named it something crazy. A buy now, pay later. Good luck. Yeah. So it's. I actually had to look again. I was like, there's no way they're still offering this because some people change like with these sponsors. It's zero APR financing for up to thirty six months. What? What? Why would you? How is that, that even possible? I don't know. I wouldn't fucking do it. If I was my company, I wouldn't do it. God bless them. That's amazing, dude. Jump on this deal. Seems too You're good to be Lord's true. Doing the Lord's work out there. Doing <laughs> the Lord's work. Providing you a nice medium on which to make a baby. Oh, loveghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Last but not least, we've got freakerusa.com. That's F-R-E-A-K-E-R-U-S-A.com. What are they making for us? They're making bottle covers. Those wool bottle covers. We're giving them out at the Army-Navy game. We will be live from the Army-Navy game. And they're making Drinking Bros socks. Um, so the podcast socks are now available. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. And they've got... they Dude, they're cool as shit, man. They made uh, bottle covers for all of our characters. So for Matt Best, uh, Jared... Um, they made a bitch. I operate one. They made a fucking instructor Earl one for, uh, for Evan. And they made a Gene Vandenham one. They're amazing. Uh, 20% off with the one time promo code of drinking bros. And again, the socks are fucking dope as shit. We got a pair of those in new Orleans. Um, we, we got what the Todd Gurley ones I gave away. Uh, yeah, and I've got the Donald Trump ones, actually. I know. Everybody, look, around. everybody's got the, the Donald Trump ones. So Freaker USA, you've seen them everywhere. They're on Shark Tank, all that shit. Um, they, they're the only sock company with license to the NFL, NBA, and all that other stuff. They're the only company that's got license to Drinking Bros podcast, too. So you can get all of our wonderful faces on your socks or bottle covers. Go to FreakerUSA.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for 20 percent off and uh get the drinking bro shit uh get on it get on it let's get on these picks shall we d'anthony yeah let's go ahead there's actually two more people that were well we have black rifle coffee obviously and we're doing a lot of stuff 
join our coffee club. You're right. You'll say you'll save a lot of money. Uh, and we have you're you're getting exclusive access to new content, new products that come out. So we buy limited edition products to put out for you guys, and um, we make them live to the club members first. So if they they're gone, they're gone. They get first shot, uh, and you get twenty percent off. Uh, free shipping on your club orders, all that stuff. It's great. I, uh, I forget because I usually toss this sponsor to you because you won't shut the fuck up about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Well, you know. Use I the mean, promo code SPORTS for 20% off. I know we've had promo codes on all the other shows that are one-time uses. This is a new one, new one-time use of sports. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Best apparel, best coffee in the fucking business. Made good. with the hands of veterans. Small premium roast to order and then shipped right out to you. By the way, the piece on MSNBC was fucking awesome, Dan. Yeah, it was really good. We actually did one for uh, for Fox and Friends, too, but it hasn't seen the light of day yet. We'll see where that goes. I think they just recorded it uh, three days ago, if I'm not mistaken, though. Yeah, that's right. It'll, it'll be out sometime this holiday. Yeah, season. we'll give them some time. Like I, I know that, look, I watched that MSNBC, MSNBC piece, and it was uh, like seven and a half minutes. That'll take a few days to edit, so... Um. Yeah, I'm stoked about that. Black Rifle Coffee is fucking amazing, and they're everywhere yep. right now. And so are we. Um, we're starting off hard, hard like rain. Uh, the Thursday. The, this is the Friday night game. Ooh, yep. that means no Thursday night games are ranked anymore. Sorry about it. Uh, this is Boise. Hey, let me let me stop States. you right there. I want to get into this before because and you're bringing up a good point right there, and it's that these teams that are bouncing in and out of the top 25. Yep. Um. I'm going to find whoever the new Craig Dulesky is. So who He was the Fresno there, State guy by the way. No, uh, no, he's Craig Dulesky is the uh Iowa no, guy. No, 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 I, I know Craig was, but there was a Fresno State guy in Drinking yeah, Bros exactly, Sports on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Join join the fucking group, dude, so you can hear people talk shit. He was a diehard Fresno State fan and he goes, "Dude, Fresno's for real." He, he he was putting up we want Bama posts and all that other shit. They played Boise State last week. I took Boise. I said, always bet on Boise. Boise ends up beating them by a touchdown. And they were getting points, for Christ's sakes. And uh, that guy shut the fuck up real quick. Now, I, th- I, that they've re- like, I find it hilarious. They've been replaced in the top 25 by Boise State. So Fresno State is out. Boise State is in. They're playing New Mexico at Dreamstyle Stadium in Albuquerque, the hotbed of fucking football in this nation. It's Boise State minus 20 and a half. You know my answer on this, Dan. Who you got? Bet on blue. Even, well, I mean, they're in New Mexico, and no one knows even where that state is, so fuck New Mexico. <laughs> uh, Boise State's definitely going to win by 21 plus. Yeah, I, I think they'll win by three touchdowns. And this, look, they set this at 20 and a half just to get you in. I think they'll win by, by three touchdowns, and I, I think you're fine on it. Um, but again, I, I wouldn't go too heavy on these like late 20s, like these 24, 25, 23 ranked teams, because these guys can get bounced at any time. I don't see this happening with Boise, but um, yeah, I bet this one before it goes up to 21. Uh, the only thing Albuquerque is known for is Breaking Bad at this point. Um, that actually makes me want to do meth now. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Now, I've, now I have to change my plans for the weekend. As well, it should. The next one does not have a spread, and that is not shocking. It is the Citadel at Alabama, and I believe it's because the Citadel is is a D two school. They are, yeah. But let me. <laughs> oh, Alabama you're you're, you're shook on this one. I am no, too. I, Why are you playing a D two school this late in the season? If That's you're Alabama. So st- oh, man. I mean, look, Tua's a little banged up. He may not even play in this game. 
It, it's if shitty I'm, across the board. There'll be a spread at some point during this week. I yeah. guarantee it. But it's probably going to be 60. It'll be high 30s, low 40s probably. I like, don't know, man. I, they're I, not going to go that high. I think it might be close to 50, I, to be honest with here, you. I, don't I, bet I, I, this game. No, fuck no. Stay away from this. But I think at some point, and it's on the SEC network too. Why would you put this game on the fucking SEC network? Because you're stuck. Alabama's the top team in the country. The, the problem with it is, is all of the SEC does this. They schedule these D2 schools like twice a year. I don't yeah, understand. Kentucky's playing Middle Tennessee this week. Yeah, you're Alabama, man. Like You can't keep playing D2 schools. You're the best college football team in the nation. There is no dispute on that from pretty much anybody you talk to. Yes, you'll hear some Clemsons here and there. But it is pretty much unanimous that you're the best team. Why are you playing the Citadel every year? They played them last year. They're, they're playing all these D2 schools. I hate it. Um, play, pick somebody else. Play New Mexico, for fuck's sakes. At least that's a Division One school. I don't get it. There's no spread. I don't care what the fucking spread is at the end of the week. I'm sure it's going to be 60. Don't bet weird shit like this. No, Alabama will a, play their starters. Good chance that, yeah, there's a good chance Tua doesn't play at all. Yeah. There's a better chance that he doesn't play after the first half. Yeah, I, all, all the way around. This is going to be, you know, third string, fourth string for Alabama, testing yeah. out guys for the playoffs, shit like that. I I just I don't understand this. This fucking makes me sad that this is even a real game. Uh next up we got Ohio State at Maryland. Obviously I'm the bank on this one as I have been all year for Ohio State. Uh Ohio State smashed uh, Michigan State last week. That was a miserable game though, to be honest with you. I know the final score was like 26 to 6. It was awful. Uh, our punter was the MVP for Christ's sakes. And uh this is minus 14 right now. I'm fine with this. Um Ohio yeah, State wins that. this game. Uh, by a lot. Uh, Maryland, just as a heads up, this is what I, I, I just heard right before we came in studio. Yeah. Maryland's quarterback tore his ACL. He's done. Um, so it's going to be... Yeah, if you're if you're listening to the show tonight, you gotta, you got to go get this game locked in now because their quarterback, who is the best athlete on their team, really is done for the season. Done. You know, their coach has gone through those problems. They've, they've had a you know a player die. Like, Maryland's gone through hell and back this year. Um, I, I, no way do I see this staying at 14. Um, but I also hope that Ohio State's not looking ahead to Michigan uh, like they often do before this. But uh, uh, look, I, I think Ohio State rolls and so do you. Uh, next up, we got Idaho at Florida. Fuck you, SEC. Again, no spread on this. You, you shouldn't be playing Idaho this late in the season. I don't know how Florida is still at 13 with three losses. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean Penn look, State, Penn State's at fourteen. Yeah, right behind them. That's the next game. And they're playing all Rutgers. Three of their losses are in the Big Ten too. Yep, like they've lost three fucking conference games, and they're still in the top uh, fifteen. That's yeah, they crazy. got beat by Ohio State, Michigan, and um, who was the other one? Who did they lose to? Northwestern. Uh, was it Northwestern? Ah, who knows? Who cares at this point? Again, yeah, down here for the Big Ten. Uh, this is minus twenty-seven against Rutgers. Rutgers is the worst team. I've ever seen in uh, in my entire life, but they did cover against Michigan last week. So, do you what think is, they're worse than say? UNLV? <sighs> I, I I would say yes. I if it was UNLV versus Rutgers, I would probably take UNLV in that game. Wow. Yeah, and I had to really sit That's, and think about it. Yeah, you did. You sat for a while. I did. That was a heavy pause. This is minus twenty seven at Rutgers. Look, do do does. Penn State probably win by four touchdowns. You bet. I don't put money on something. We, Dan, you and I always have this rule. Whenever it's an in-conference game and the spreads are this high, just yep. just keep it light. It's like 50 bucks or something like that. There's no yeah. reason for this. Same with last week, the Michigan game against Rutgers. It was 40. Uh, no reason for that. I, I just 
you know, that's not the game for you uh, financially. Like I, whenever you're rooting for someone to win for, you know, four plus touchdowns, that's a lot. Uh, just don't do it. Uh, next up, we got Middle Tennessee at Kentucky. The SEC does it again, man. Middle Tennessee, huh? Is that a D one or uh, minus D2 sixteen school? for Kentucky? Is Middle Tennessee D one or D two? I don't even know. Couldn't tell you. Um, I know they're the in Conference USA. That's D one. Right? Ah, there you go. There you go. There's there's something. Uh, Kentucky. I, I, look, you and I have been wrong about them a, a couple of times this year. Yep. I don't. I don't know what to think of this team. Obviously, they're a fucking pretender, but they're seven and three, and they're sitting at seventeen. Um, man, I, you know, I would say yes on paper, but I don't know enough about Middle Tennessee to really give this an educated guess. Therefore, for the sake of the show, I'm going to take Kentucky. But in real life, I do not bet this game. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. The only two teams that uh, Middle Tennessee's played this year that are any good are Georgia and Vanderbilt, and they got fucking slaughtered by both. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Kentucky in this one. I'll take Kentucky, but again, I'm, I, this isn't a game that I put a lot of money on. Uh, next up, we got Arkansas at Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State minus twenty. Arkansas slid in there. That was the, that was the third college team we missed. Uh, they slid in there and, and, and covered. Did you see how they fucking covered in that game? No, what happened at the end there? LSU, the running back down the ball on the one-inch line. Same as the Todd oh, Gurley thing. Pulled a fucking Todd Gurley, eh? Yeah, well, here's the thing. So then they got up because it was first and goal, and then the motherfucker tried to score in the next two plays and got shut down. It was like, dude, why didn't you walk in into the end zone if you really wanted to wind down the clock, you cocksucker? Uh, that was what caused that, that spread in the, uh, the LSU game was, was that fucking dude. For LSU taking a knee. Um, look, Arkansas is horrible this year. Mississippi State hasn't been that bad. They've got four losses, and they're they're at number twenty one. Yes, I think they win by three touchdowns. I think you're fine at minus twenty on this one. It's not a game that I'm super psyched about. What about you? No, I mean it's the ESPN game at eleven, so or noon, so it's not going to be. Those games are usually like something where I think ESPN schedules these where they want people to get excited in that first game, so. They're probably expecting a lot of points out of Mississippi State. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're if you're being real about this entire schedule this week of college football, it is shit across the board. There's only one good game. College yeah. game day is actually at UCF this week. Yeah, I heard that. The that's, defending uh, national, national champion, champions. Yeah, UCF. Fun. That's where game day's at. So you know it's a bad week for college football. I, this is one of those weeks where, look, it's the week before rivalry week. Um, you know, yep. you're playing these weird fucking teams, and I, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in this? But I think you're fine on Mississippi State on this one. Um, but I don't put a lot of money on this, uh, just cause you know. Yeah, uh, next up, know. we got Northwestern at Minnesota. This is a thin line here at minus two and a half for Northwestern. Northwestern this past week locked in the Big Ten championship. They're going to be playing in the Big Ten championship with four losses. So mm. that's uh, look, they're coming out of the, the Big Ten West. That's what a down year it is for the Big Ten. A four loss team is playing for the Big Ten championship and they're locked in. Uh, the next one will be the winner of the Ohio State Michigan game, more than likely. Uh, but, but when you're a championship team and your spread is only two and a half against Minnesota, what does that say about your team? Um, I don't, I don't it doesn't like this say game. much. I mean, I, I think. Uh... Northwestern has been really inconsistent, but really what this is about is they're trying to get people to bet on this game. Yeah, and I, look, I would bet on Northwestern. I think you're fine, and they win by a field goal. 
But, you know, I bet you this is going to be close. All those kids were partying like it was the end of the world because they made the Big Ten championship. And they've still got two games left on their schedule. You know, you wonder how they, they come out and play if they're fired up to play anymore, knowing that they're already in a championship game. Yep. So, and I don't know enough about these teams to say, like, if they're uh, if Northwestern's a running team, they're probably in pretty good shape. It's going to be 27 degrees up there. That's good running weather. But well, I, I believe this team, game's in a, be in a dome. Trouble, right? Yeah, I, I believe it's in a dome, but I, I don't know whether they open it or not for these kids. So we'll see. Um, but look, well, you know, Minnesota, they're crazy up there in Minneapolis. They they have like uh, you've been to the Twin Stadium. right? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, fucking, yeah. It's open air up there. They get games snowed out in fucking April sometimes, for Christ's sake. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Um, no. So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I look, I, I don't like a lot of these games this week, to be real with you, man. And, uh, and look, Dan and I are always too. honest because we don't want you to lose any fucking money on this shit. But uh, these are a lot of weird games. I mean, next up, we get number 19, Utah at Colorado. Colorado is spotty. They play good at home. It's in Boulder. Yeah. Spread is seven yeah, play, against Utah. They do play really well. I mean, not consistently, but if they're going to put up a fight, it's going to be at home. Utah's got a lot of press this year, so Colorado's probably going to be up for this game. I don't bet this game. I don't either. And, you know, Colorado's got some injuries, too. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Utah's got some injuries, Utah, too. Yeah. So it's, it's minus seven, which is probably what it is. This is a one-score game in Colorado. And, again, why put money on this when you don't have to? I, I, I will say Utah for the sake of the show, but this is yet another one. I don't bet. Um, it just, I just don't trust it. Uh, I'll, we'll get to the ones we are going to bet here pretty soon, but these, these are some weird games to start off the day. The, most of this college football weekend is shitty, except for two games, in my opinion. We'll get to those soon. Uh, next up, we got Utah State, number 23, at Colorado State. This is Let U- me, I, I want to I fucking, if there's any Utah State fans out there, get on the Drinking Bro Sports page and talk shit so I can fucking ruin your life. Because this is one of those teams that popped into the top 25, yep. and you do not, you do not belong there. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you and fuck utah and fuck everything about this whole situation yeah utah state and the spread is minus 27 and a half colorado state is three and seven who fucking know? are you kidding me who fucking who knows, knows this shit colorado state that's not a real school eh, that's not a real school utah state's not a real school uh, look we we have to say it because they've entered the top 25 on the show but find me someone Someone come to Drinking Bros Sports and tell me you're a fucking Utah State fan and just name three people. Name your head coach for fuck's sakes because um, I've never heard of these goddamn guys. So I don't – yes, sake of the show, Utah State wins it for sure. I put $0 on this um, from my own wallet because who fucking knows with these two schools. Now let's get to the fucking meat. The meat. Let's throw the meat on the table. Let's eat a little bit, Dan. Number 12, Syracuse at number three, Notre Dame. This is the game of the day. This should have been the primetime game, but it's not. Instead, I don't know how it's not the primetime game. Uh, they went to UCF. I, I, I'm not sure uh. why. And, D'Anthony, this game is in Yankee Stadium. So this is not yeah. a home game for Notre Dame, even though they're listed as that. Check it again. They're playing this game in Yankee Stadium. Look, Syracuse is a New York team. They're going to have their fucking boys out. Uh, Notre Dame always travels well. I'm not going to shit on their fans because they do travel well. Um, this is a 10-point spread for Notre Dame. Dan, who you got? This is a tough one, man. I mean, so uh, Syracuse just, what, five or six weeks ago played Clemson at Clemson and only lost by four points. They so. were up the entire game, too. Yeah. And that, granted, that was a down game for uh, Clemson, but they also came back a couple weeks later and actually beat NC State. They put 51 up on NC State. Um, you know, I think... Uh, 
I think Notre Dame, though, has turned the corner. I think they've got the fucking CFP in their sights, and they're fucking motivated right now. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win this game. I think they're gonna go up by probably two touchdowns. I'm going against you, brother. <laughs> I'm taking Syracuse in this. Minus Your hatred 10. for Notre Dame, though, is like very strong. Well, it's not my hatred for Notre Dame because look, I I love Rudy, love the movie Rudy. Um, in our underdogs league on on Drinking Bro Sports, you win a signed Rudy jersey. Uh, from right. Rudy himself, like that's fucking real, Rudy Rudiger. Um, I, I I enjoy Notre Dame. I think the, the the campus is gorgeous. I get their whole shit. I just do not believe in this particular football team. The other thing I don't believe in is their quarterback was out last week. That that Ian Book kid. Yep, he was out. Um, you know, I know they got the other that Wimbush kid who uh, who came in and played. I don't think they can beat Syracuse by ten points with that Wimbush kid in. If Book plays, it might be a different story. If he doesn't, I think Syracuse covers this game. And I think those fans will be hyped and rowdy as shit inside this stadium to see Syracuse against Notre Dame. This is this to me, this is the game of the day, and, and I'm gonna be sitting around the TV yep. watching this one on Saturday. This will be really interesting because there's a lot of Catholics in New York too. Tons. A lot of so, people getting touched after gonna, this game and during. Oh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of Uncle Touchy's puzzle basement going on here. There's going to be a lot of Catholics and a lot of uh, upstate New Yorkers at this game. Yeah. And, and by, gonna, by the way, I'm, I'm saying that having been raised Catholic. So before you, you start sending me your religious email, save it. Um, one of the fucking churches down in Georgia, the first one that got popped was my priest. Luckily, I wasn't an altar boy there. So, or else I could have been the one. <laughs> a little, little feel, finger. Do you feel disappointed that, uh, like, you knew homeboy was doing stuff, but he didn't, you know, single you out? Yeah, like, Je- like Je- Jesse, my wife, she was she was pissed off as an actress in Hollywood that she wasn't me too. She was like, "This is yeah. fucking bullshit." Like, am I not hot and enough she, to be raped? She's yeah, she's definitely hot enough to be raped. That's tell, what I I, I, that. I keep telling you can her, tell that her every I night. Said that Jesse Wiseman is hot <laughs> enough to be raped. If I if you ever hear me say one thing, folks, it's that. Oh, we've gone down a dark hole here. I tell her that all the time. I wake up and I say, "You were you were special. You were beautiful, and you were hot enough to be raped." I love you, and it's just never good enough. She was never me too That's, in Hollywood. That was on your anniversary cake. It was. It was. And um, to the people at Harris Teeter, I really want to apologize for making <laughs> you spell that out in all red. Um, <laughs> uh, but I got Syracuse here plus 10. I'm looking forward to this. I, it, nothing would please me more than Syracuse crushing Notre Dame's dreams and ending their season on this game. Cause let's face it. If they lose this game, they're outs. There's no way they make it in the yeah. playoffs. In my opinion, I would actually like to see that just because that fucking turd and drinker bro sports won't shut the fuck up about Notre Dame. Uh, and you know how I am. If I see somebody lose, uh, you know, all of their hope. Yeah. That's for me. That's like winning the lottery. So it fills you up. It fills yeah, you up. That'd be great. Uh, next up, we got West Virginia at Oklahoma State. This is a tough game. I like this. This, yeah. is, this is a good game as well. So I'm, I'm stoked about this game as well. Um, Oklahoma State, look, I, I called this last week. Everybody thought I was fucking crazy, um, including yourself, D'Anthony. It was Oklahoma State against Oklahoma. And uh, look, I, 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 Oklahoma State at home is tricky, man. West Virginia, this is going to be a tricky game. The spread is only minus five for West Virginia. Who you got in this one? I got to go West Virginia. I mean, I think they're uh, Oklahoma State's tough at home, but uh, West Virginia has got to win this game to stay in the CFP picture. Yeah, they're gonna come. They're gonna come out swinging here. I think so too. I think that game was a you know a massive letdown at the end. That kid, that kid going for two and missing it. 
God, if that that throw was just on target, just two yards to the right, they fucking win that game probably. Well, I don't know, actually. There was was probably about a minute 30 left on the clock, and Oklahoma State's defense is shitty. Will Greer could pick them apart. This is a really tough game to call. I like the over in this um, a lot, but uh, minus five. Mm. I'm going to say Oklahoma State. I know that's crazy. I know that's fucking crazy, but uh, I'm going to say Oklahoma State in this one. I don't know why, happens. Um, but I'm taking Oklahoma State. Next up, we got Boston College at Florida State. Two. Tough spread. Minus one and a half. BC at Florida State. Who you got? Um, I don't. I, this is surprising to me. I Same. think Boston College is pretty good. I don't. Yep. I don't get the one and a half. I think this is a. I think this is a minimum seven to ten point game. Yeah. I look. Their quarterback got hurt, so check in on that before you bet this game. I, I watched him get hurt in the first quarter of that Clemson game for Boston College. So check in on it before you bet it. But uh, I think that's why the spread is this low right now. On paper, yeah, I'd say take Boston College all day. But I think it's because of their quarterback. So check that out before you bet it. Uh, Next up, we got Indiana at Michigan. This is Michigan minus 28. Another big boy spread for Michigan. I've been wrong on every single spread on Michigan this year. Both ways. I've picked them to win and I've picked them to lose. Um, the, The only one I've gotten right was the opening game against Notre Dame I said they'd get beat and they did they got housed um I don't I, I you know I hate spreads this high in in inside the division I would say take Indiana on this one but I've been wrong on Michigan all year so I maybe not listen to me what do you got I, I'm I'm with you on that one I don't think Indiana's lost by 28 points in any game this season so far and I don't think Michigan's gonna be the best team they've played so far no, um, uh, and it, look, uh, Indiana's been a tough out this year, man. Uh, Ohio State played them, and uh, it's just a tricky team. Uh, 28, yeah. look, look, it, it could be a push at that. I don't know. I think Michigan wins this game for sure. I want to put that on the record. I oh, just, yeah, I just don't sure. know if they win by 28 points. Uh, next up, we got UMass at Georgia. Come on, SEC. I don't, I don't know why there's a line. I don't know why UMass and Georgia are playing football against each other, and I, I, def, <laughs> I don't bet this game because uh, – like this is one of those games where from or from how would you say a stupid fucking name, one M bitch. That's yeah. all you need. Anyways, I, I don't know uh, if he gets bored or they take him out after the first half. Forty four is a lot of points. I don't fucking bet this. I don't either, man. Forty four is look. Forty was the highest we've seen all year in the top twenty five. This just beat it at forty four. I know nothing about UMass. That is, they have not been on uh, television ever in their life. They're going to be on the SEC network for the first time. Uh, would it shock me that, that that Georgia wins by 45? No. And that's why they put the spread at 44. Because that's that's an even fucking number for touchdowns. But uh, whew, I don't take 44 points in this. But you know, Georgia rolls them. Uh, again, these fucking spreads all weekend. The next one, Oregon State at Washington. Washington minus 32. Jesus Christ. Oregon State's a horrific football team. Don't get me wrong. Ohio State hung you know 50 on them earlier in the year. But... Uh, th- minus 32 that's just such a big boy spread it's at Washington yes do they probably win by 28 to 35 probably but this is going to be too close don't bet this game it's a lot of points D'Anthony I don't get it uh, uh, like it's the Pac-12 getting involved now I mean that's a, that's actually a division game so they got to play Oregon State but Oregon State has been beat by like 42 
Religiously. Uh, it seems like every every game they've lost by 42 points. So, look, could, could Washington beat 32? Absolutely. I just wouldn't trust it in conference, man. That's just too many fucking points. Like, uh, if you're betting on it. Now, if you're in an office pool, absolutely. Take this shit. Uh, take Washington. But if it's your real money on this, don't risk it, man. Um, nope. This next game, Duke at Clemson. Real curious to hear your thoughts on this. Clemson minus 28. Who you got? Oh man, you know i I gotta take uh, I gotta take Duke with the points here because I think Same. Clemson's gonna. I think they're gonna get bored, and I I don't think any of their major skill position starters play after the third, maybe not after halftime. And look, Duke has has been ranked most of the year. Yeah, I mean they've been bouncing around, so they're not a bad team. And Clemson doesn't rivalry week is next week. Then they got to play the ACC championship game. What is the fucking point of beating this team by thirty? There's no point. Yeah. Beat him by I, beat him by fucking 14. I'm with good. you. And I think, look, I think Duke keeps this kind of close in the first half. So we'll see. I, but I, I, I'm taking Duke on this one. And I'm actually going to put some money on it. Uh, 28 is a lot of points, man. And, and Duke plays people relatively tough. So, um, yeah. I, look, they played Notre Dame. If, if it, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going Duke on this one for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, next up, we got Kansas at Oklahoma. Man, this is minus 36 and a half. What are we doing here anymore? Like, what are we doing on this show this week with this? 36 and a half, Oklahoma, against Kansas. Yes, I, I, on paper, I would say Kansas, or Oklahoma rolls Kansas, absolutely. Um, but this is so many points. Why take a risk on that? You, as a gambler, you probably can't even get into this, like physically interested in this game till the third to fourth quarter because it's so many fucking points to cover. Yeah, if you want to go look at prop bets for this game, like uh, quarters or halves or different stats or something, it might be interesting. But, I mean, who gives a fuck about this shit? Yeah. Oklahoma's just got to win this game and move the ball forward so they can stay in that CFP hunt. Otherwise, they don't give a shit about this game. Uh, and then next up, you know, we're, we're sticking with the SEC th- uh, theme of playing fucking nobodies here. LSU Jesus is playing Christ. Rice. One in ten, Rice. Uh, is, Ra- is Rice a D2 school? Um, I don't actually know for football. I mean, you don't see them in the, in the top 25 at all. The thing is, LSU is going to eat rice alive, and then they're going to be hungry an hour later. Nailed it. Boom. But uh, look, it's 43 and a half. LSU is minus 43 and a half points. Rice is 1 in 10. I, I have no fucking... If you, if you told me this team was from Beijing, I might believe you. Or San Francisco. I, I, like, I, I have no idea where the fuck rice is. Or why they even have an athletic sports team that puts pads on and attempts to play with a rubber ball called football. I don't understand not, it whatsoever. They're not bad at baseball. You know, Lance Berkman from the Astros played there. Hey, um, congratulations, Lance. Put yeah. some rice on it. Um, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to touch this stupid fucking game. LSU rolls, but you know, by how many? I, who knows? It depends on on how long they they feel like playing. Uh, it, breaking news right now: Notre Dame plans to start Ian Book versus Syracuse. You want to change that bet? No, I'm not going to. Um, that could be a decoy. I'm going to stick with Syracuse, man. I, I think this is going to be a grungy little game, and uh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Syracuse. Fuck it, fuck you, Dan. Uh, next up, we got number 24, Cincinnati at the defending national champion UCF. This is in Orlando. Ooh, this is the night game on ABC. It shouldn't be. It should be that Notre Dame game. But look, I'm glad UCF is getting some fucking 
primetime coverage. Good for them. Those kids get to play under the lights. They get to enjoy this shit. Um, I'm, I'm amped for them. Uh, I'll pop this game on. You know, I'll flip back and forth between this and the next game on the slate. But uh, there is no spread currently. This is going to be a tough one, man, when this spread does come out. Because uh, this is probably, this. Dan, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this will probably be a pick em game somewhere in there, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Uh, this this game reminds me of when KSI and Logan Paul fought on the internet. <laughs> like, it's kind of interesting. You know, both these teams are, are, people know who they are and top 25 and, you know, a little bit of notoriety, but does anybody really care about what's no. going on here? No, I, look, I, I'm going to watch it just simply as the joke continues of the defending national champions. If they keep winning... I don't know how you deny them of this. This is a ranked team. Cincinnati is ranked technically, so they've won like twenty-one straight games. I don't know how you deny them if they keep beating people. Um, you know, and again, this is a prime time game. They're going to have a chance to shine. So we'll see what they're made of. Fuck if they throw up some big numbers on Cincinnati. You know, move them up in the rankings. Get them out of the eleven spot. Uh, next yeah. up, we got Iowa State, number sixteen at Texas. Uh, Texas is minus three in this game. Who you got, D'Anthony? Oh man, this is a fucking tough one. I mean, you don't think of I, uh, Iowa State as a team that's that's gonna play people tough, but uh, they had some rough games earlier in the season. But they beat Oklahoma State at home. They beat West West Virginia. They beat fucking Baylor uh, last week, which is a tough team. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> this is this is a very interesting game to me. I got Texas. I got Texas in this one. And I think it's close. I think it's a one-score game. I think Texas wins by seven or eight. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I could see this being a field goal game. I'm surprised. They must have got a lot of early bets uh, today, and that's why it started at three and not two and a half. But I, I definitely think Texas is going to win there at home. Yeah, I did too. Um, it's the eight o'clock game. Those kids are going to be fucking raging. McConaughey will be there. I, I think Texas wins this game, and uh, I'll, I'm, I'm going to throw some money on this. Uh, next up, oh, this is the last game of the slate, and I'm amped about this, by the way. I've come around on this. I've, I've jumped on the bandwagon. Maybe it's because my mustache is growing right now, D'Anthony, and yeah. uh, I want to let you know, by next Monday or Tuesday, I will be at full Prefontaine, so congratulations, Dan. You so win. by the time we're live from Army-Navy on December 8th? Yep. I will be, uh, uh, dude, I'll be full Prefontaine next week. Um, the mustache oh, is wow. growing. There's a picture on my Instagram, uh, at ST James, ST James. You can find it there, my progress. And I'm going to get the hair dyed blonde, uh, tomorrow, I think. So, oh, wow. um, this is real. Like next week, this, I will be full blown Prefontaine. With that being said, the most famous mustache in college football right now belongs to the Mississippi mustache. Of Washington State, the quarterback of Washington State has the dirtiest, sweetest stash on the planet. This is Washington State minus nine and a half. They're playing Arizona at home at night. That stadium is loud as fuck. I learned my lesson against Oregon. I'm not going against them in this fucking night game at home. Rumor is, rumor is, is the loudest stadium in in college sports. Yep. So I'm uh, all in. I I want this. I actually want this team to make the playoffs. Because if you think about it, let's say they get that four, that four seed, right? They've got to go against Alabama. If you're going to beat Alabama, you've got to have a coach that goes for it on every single fourth down. Yep. And I would, I would actually like to see that matchup. And I think the nation would be rooting for the Mississippi mustache. I'm in on this. I like this game. Fuck it. Let's go Washington State. Let's go Cougs. 
Yeah, I, I actually think they're going to win this game pretty handily. I mean, they who do they play next week? Who's their rivalry game? It's uh, Washington, so they they can't afford to take this week off. They're ahead of Washington. If they win this game, then they win next week. They're in a good good position to maybe sneak into that CFP. So uh, they're definitely going to come out fucking balling. Yeah, I mean, look, the chaos scenarios for the rest of the season are, are look, if Notre Dame loses uh, this week and finishes 11-1, they have no conference championship. What do you do with them? Uh, if the Big 12 produces a two-loss champion, let's say you know Oklahoma loses another game somewhere along the lines, uh, or if, what if what if Ohio State runs the table? Which look, they, they would only have to play Northwestern in the fucking championship. Do you give it to them at one loss? I don't know what's going to happen, but what I what I do know is this: at Washington State to keep your shot alive. You've got to beat this spread, and you've got to win this game, uh, and you've got to stay one loss for people to take you seriously. And uh, me personally, fuck it. I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Throw them to the wolves against Alabama, man. See what happens. Uh, that would be a fun one for me. Uh, I really, gonna... I'm, I'm hoping that that uh, UCF makes it up to four and has to play Alabama. I just want to see what happens, man. It's like the morbid <laughs> curiosity. It's like, it's like watching uh, a really good fighter at 145 fight a heavyweight. I just want to see what will happen. Same. Same. Uh, I'm looking forward to it uh, a lot. Uh, maybe it, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But either way, I'm I'm taking Washington State. I'm in it. I, the and the new Cougars fans, the new Washington State fans who've joined Brink, Drinking Bros uh, Sports on Facebook, have been so much fun to interact with. Like I've never been to that school to party, but their fans are hilarious and they're always posting funny shit in that that group. So I, I root for them. They're not like the dicks of you know Notre Dame or or the fucking Michigan fans. Right. Hashtag prayers for Brad, Brad Primo. Um, well, how, how about this then? If we see uh, all you, uh, all you uh, state fans out there, if you want to grow a sweet little mustache, I'll give you a nice reward. How yeah, yeah. So whoever the new Washington State fans are to, to Drinking Bro Sports, uh, D'Anthony will, will give you something special if you grow a sweet stash uh, for the Mississippi mustache. Now we're going to switch on over to the NFL, D'Anthony. The Thursday night game. This one is, is actually turned pretty fucking interesting. Uh, I didn't think so last week, but it is now. Packers at Seahawks. Spread is Seahawks, minus two and a half. Who you got? I tell you this much. The NFC is a fucking shit show this this year. Anyone um, can make it. Even Look, I've shit on the, my, my, my Atlanta Falcons, but they're, yeah. what, one game out of the playoffs? So It looks like there's probably going to be a 7-9 and nine team in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's a definite um, possibility. I, look, I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Uh, yeah, I don't care about the... the the 12th man is over. I mean, it's still loud as fuck up there, but they don't have a team to back it up now, and uh, they haven't been playing well. Aaron Rodgers has been down this year a little bit. Um, he doesn't have anybody to fucking throw the ball to. Um, I don't know. Look, they got Devontae Adams. I don't know what happened to Randall Cobb this year. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything from him this year. And well, they got rid of Jordy Nelson, who was that was, uh, that was – Rogers third down guy for a long time if people underestimate what a third down like a guy you know I'm going to throw in the ball he's definitely going to catch it that's a fucking lot of pressure to put on a guy even Aaron Rodgers and they won't utilize Jimmy Graham enough in that offense which I don't understand uh the one who stood out though a lot of people are picking him up off the waiver wire is that Valdez Scantling guy um yeah. he's looked look he's looked fine but when you have a hundred options you know to throw to and none of them seem that great. I, I don't know, but I, look, I'm going to take the Packers in this one because I'm a, I'm an Aaron Rodgers believer, and I yep. say that you know with the, with them getting points in the Thursday night game and they need this win. This is a must win for them. 
Um, I, I'm going to say Packers in this. Uh, Over under I, is 49 in this. I think I got to take the under in that. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I don't know. It's Aaron Rodgers and Seattle's defense isn't that great. It's a Thursday night game. I might. I think I'm going to take the over in this one. Uh, to yeah. be honest with you, I, don't, I think Seattle's offense is super bad. They are. They are. But for some reason, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, he'll he'll chuck a couple up here and there. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Uh, you taking the Packers as well? Uh for sure. Yeah, Packers will win this game. Okay. Uh, next up, we got the Cowboys at the Falcons. I hate this game. I, I, I hate like this game it. for many many reasons. The the Falcons, look, they, they, they reeled off three in a row. They were chucking the ball up in the air, dropping 42 on people. They go up to Cleveland, get their fucking pants pulled down, and get butt-fucked. Um, Cowboys, we saw them in person. They don't look great. Uh, last week, I, I picked them to, beat the, or, or to lose to the Eagles, uh, and they, they beat the shit out of the Eagles. And that game wasn't very close to me. Um, I thought that the Cowboys controlled it all game long. I have no idea on this one. I, look, I would love to tell you the Falcons, but I, truthfully, I think this is a fucking coin toss. It's three and a half for, for Atlanta. Um, for the sake of the show, I'm going to say Atlanta, but I don't have a lot of faith in that. You? Uh, no, I'm going to actually take the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. yeah. I, look, I, it doesn't surprise me. Um, this Again, this is a coin toss game. I don't bet this in real life, even though I'm a Falcons fan. I stay away from it. I watch it as a fan to see what happens. But, uh, you know, if you're in a league and you're uh, at your office pool, yeah, Th- throw down the Falcons, I think, in this yep. one. We'll see. Um, but I wouldn't surprise me if they lost either. Uh, Panthers at Lions. Carolina minus four. Who you got? Um, Man, I'm looking at uh, McCaffrey's numbers on the year, and they just like are not great. Uh, Fantasy-wise, he's been a stud. Yeah, he's catching a lot of balls, but he's not running that much. No, um, he's not running he's at like, all. He's he's they're, they're throwing to him a shit ton. Fantasy wise, he's yeah. been great, especially in PPR leagues. But yeah. uh, running wise, you know, uh, does he have a hundred yard game? I don't think so. And I think uh, Adrian Peterson has like thirty more carries on the season than he does. Thirty three year old Adrian Peterson has yeah. thirty three more carries than Christian McCaffrey does. Crazy. That's yeah, it's crazy. Um, and the Panthers are extremely hit and miss. One week they're great, the next week you know they shit the bed. That they got housed by the Steelers last week. I they mean, did, but they're six and three in a in a conference right now where most people are fucking four and four. Or I four know and five. So, I mean, I, it's hard to bet against them, especially in this NFC North teams have been up and down all year. Especially the Lions. The Lions sucks, but you never know when Stafford's going to come out and throw nine goddamn touchdowns and 500 yards in a game, you know? He uh, has that one game every year that just buries yeah. people, and you don't see it coming. That carry-on Johnson kid has looked pretty goddamn good. Um, yeah. I, look, I, I will uh, I'll say the Panthers on this, um, but I, I, this is a really tough week of games. Uh, I, I would say this is the toughest week we've had all year. It um, is, I'm yeah. not betting extremely heavy this weekend at all um, because these are, these are tough games, man. Like if you, if the Lions if like you said if Stafford came out and threw five yeah fuck it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me so not at all, I'm gonna no. take I'm gonna take the Panthers but I don't have a lot of confidence in that no I wouldn't bet this game next game we've got the Titans at the Colts it's Indianapolis minus two who you got in this one D'Anthony uh, I'm gonna go Titans on this I don't think uh, Mariota's coming off a big win I think his QBR was like fucking or his quarterback rating was like 125 in that last game against the Patriots who don't fuck around so. He's feeling pretty high right now. The Colts, I can't figure out Andrew Luck. Um, he's not having a terrible season, but 
and uh, and but Mac hasn't doing anything. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to have that much support. They haven't played particularly well at home either. So I think uh, the Titans are going to take this one. Yeah, I like the Titans. Look, they curb stomped uh, New England last week, and uh, they look like they got they got it on track. I, I look. I picked them as a wild card team during the uh, preseason, and I'm going to stick with that. I, I think they're finally splitting these carries in the backfield the way they should between uh, Dion and uh, and Henry uh, Henri. Yeah. I don't know why I went French with both of those names, but uh, I think the Titans win this one, and I think you're I think you're fine on this. Um, next up, we've got Buccaneers at the Giants. Uh, Buccaneers are a weird team with Fitz, Fitz Magic. Giants finally won a game, uh, barely uh, on the Monday night game last night. It's uh, Giants minus one and a half. Who you got? Well, the Giants haven't won a game at home yet this year. I think this is probably going to be their first win at home. Ooh, that's a sexy little pick. Look, I love Barkley, man. I love watching that kid play Saquon Barkley yeah. for the Giants. Um, I, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll take the Giants in this one in the office pool. I don't bet this in real life. I look with Fitz Magic, anything is possible. Again, man, that guy can just chuck for like three, four hundred yards, uh, you know, at a time, and and we'll see. You know, do the Giants go home after that win and say, all right, we still need to get that first pick in the draft, so let's tank the rest of the year? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. So, I look, on paper, I'll take the Giants, but I, I probably don't bet this game in real life. Uh, the next one I do, Texans at the Redskins, Houston minus three. I'm taking Houston in this one. They had a bye week. They've had uh, two weeks to prepare for the Redskins. Who you got? Um, yeah, I think that's a good call. I think uh, the Redskins, you never know. They, they're gonna, the Redskins are going to play a solid game no matter what. I feel like they're one of those teams. They're like... Uh, a B-level boss on a video game. Like, if you go out there and play pretty well, you're going to beat them. If you play not your best game, they're probably going to beat you. Like, they're, they're just that middle-of-the-road team. If you fuck up a little bit, they're going to win the game. But I think the Texans are starting to get on a roll here. Yeah, look, um, they started off 0-3. This was... Yeah. Uh, I, I picked them to win the division um, and, and go to the playoffs. Uh, they won six in a row. I think they've, they've righted the ship. And look, Peterson's got to be getting tired. At 33 years old, carrying the ball the way he's carrying the ball. Like, how long can he keep doing this and this team stay afloat? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Texans in this one. Uh, next up, we got Steelers at the Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, minus five and a half for right Pittsburgh. Here. This is a pretty good game. I like this game. I know you do. That, by the way, that fight club game, club game, of the game of the week, game of the week, the week last week was uh, yeah, amazing. That was good. That came down to the wire uh, between you and I. Bortles, you fucking bortled me. You got fucking bortled last week. I knew it was, it was awesome. gonna happen too. There's that's a, there's a reason why we make these fucking rules, even against the goddamn Colts. You can't trust that piece. Yeah, of and shit. and look with this one, I, I'm I'm sticking with it. Le'Veon Bell didn't report; he's gone. I, I think they say fuck it. We're the team that's that's going all the way now, and uh, fuck you guys. I, I think they 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 beat this spread. I'm all in on the Steelers on this game. Uh, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Uh, I think it's, it, it appears as if Jacksonville has almost given up at this point. Um, even Jalen Ramsey posted something of, you're going to miss me when I'm gone on Twitter, and was just like, really, bro? Uh, obviously, he's been on the show, um, but uh, fuck, that was surprising to see this week. Uh, next up, we got Bengals at the Ravens. There's no spread on this one because this is going to be a tight one. Uh, this is Look, this is a, a Tuesday night special. The reason why there's no spread on this is they don't know if Joe Flacco is going to play. Yeah. 
And I would keep an eye on this throughout the week if you are going to bet this game. Because if he doesn't play, it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Will that be fun to watch? Yes. Because the Ravens have been boring as shit to watch all season long, including the game that we were at at the Steelers. Fucking A. Even though they won, it was a boring goddamn game. Flacco is boring as shit. If Lamar Jackson starts, it'll be worth watching. But if he starts, I'd bet the Bengals. I don't think Lamar Jackson is an NFL quarterback. He's going to run a lot, and it's going to be fun to watch. But I think the Bengals will will, will win if that's going to be the case. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think the Bengals win this game either way. Maybe. Maybe. I, look, the Ravens are, are tough here and there. It, it'll be a close game, but uh, luckily... Look, there, there's not a spread right now. Let's let's see if Flacco plays and, uh, and make a decision from there. But if he doesn't, I'm betting the Bengals on this. I can tell you that. Uh, Raiders at the Cardinals. This this is the worst game of the week in the NFL. It's definitely the who's, worst game of the week. Here's my take on this. So, um, who's going to be worse? Is what yeah, is what you've got to ask yourself. Real, who is going to be? That worse? is the real question. So. David Carr, this is a resume game for him, right? Like he's he's got to be trying to play for a job at some point because he's definitely not going to be on the Raiders next year. No. So I, look, it's it's Arizona minus four right now. I'm not convinced that somebody in the Raiders organization hasn't told them to tank the rest of the season. Uh, I, boy, but the Cardinals are goddamn awful as They're well. Bad. They got David Johnson. Still, so I, I, look, I'm going to say the Cardinals, but I, I don't have confidence in this, and nor would I bet this game. No, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, if I had a ticket to this game, I would probably use it to floss my teeth and then throw the ticket away. <laughs> yeah, if I had a ticket to this game, I would put it underneath someone's windshield wiper, <laughs> like an old sob, yeah. like an 88 sob or something, and be like, hey, go ahead, man. Enjoy your fucking yeah. day. I'm, even if I had field passes to this, I wouldn't go. Yeah. Um, this is an awful one. Uh, next up, we got Broncos at Chargers. This is actually a better game than than the the, the records indicate for the for the Broncos. They're three and six, but I think they're still a pretty decent team. Um, the Chargers have no home fans whatsoever, so uh, this is going to be an all Broncos game. It's minus seven right now, and I think that's exactly where that sh- that spread should be. Um, I think the Chargers. Ugh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Broncos on this one. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, the only thing that, that uh, gives me pause about the Broncos is that Thomas is gone now. Um, but, you know, Sanders has looked great this year. I, the Broncos are a tough team. They're, like you said, their record doesn't reflect their, the quality of the team, and the Chargers do not have home fans. The fact that it's at, at, at home for them, uh, even though their home record is 3-1, and one, I don't think is going to play a factor. I think the Broncos are going to – I think maybe it's a, it's a field goal game at most. Yeah, yeah, it's it's look the Broncos are tough, man. They they've lost a lot of one score games, and uh, I I'm gonna take the Broncos in this one plus the points uh, at minus seven and see what happens. Not gonna go big on it, but uh, I am gonna take it and see what happens. Uh, next up, this game is gonna be fucking fun to watch. I have a feeling. Eagles at Saints. This is New Orleans minus eight. That is a really tricky spread at minus eight. There, if this was seven or six and a half, all day Saints. Uh, but eights is tough because I can I can see this. I, look, I have the Saints in this, but I think they're going to win by seven. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I I think the they picked up Marshall, right? So is he going to? I don't know if he's going to play this week. I don't know when they got him or when he, he reported. Yeah, I, look, he's got enough time to play. I, I I they picked him up right away. So 
he's he's got enough time to play, and I'm going to pick him up on my waiver yeah. wire um, and see what happens in a couple of these leagues where where things are getting thin, and just stash him on my, on my bench for the playoffs in case he goes off. I've always liked him as a player, and he's had great years for me in fantasy. Um, I think New Orleans wins this game, but I think this is close. I think this is a one score game, and look. I let, that over under is fifty five for a reason. Um, Wentz will fire the fucking ball. Yeah, and and now that he's got a, like at least a solid week with Golden Tate underneath him, this could be a shootout, man. Yeah. So uh, this this is a this is going to be a blast to watch. This, this, this will be, be my game of the day really that, that I'm most yeah. excited this about. Should be a really fun game. Yeah, uh, I think uh, so. He's got he's throwing to Golden Tate and Zach Ertz now. Basically, still don't have much of a running game, but we saw. Well, we've seen it all season. The Saints, the Saints secondary is not exactly fucking best we've ever seen. They don't have prime time out there. Uh, no, this this will be probably the highest scoring game of the week. Yeah, yeah. I look. I would, I would hesitate to. Say, that's minus eight. That is so tough. There, at minus eight. Um, man, I just don't feel that confident. I think the Saints are going to win, but it's going to be close. I will say the Saints, and I'll probably throw a little bit of money on it now that I'm looking at it like yep. this closely. But uh, I mean, the Saints, Drew Brees is going to be throwing to Camaro, Thomas, and Marshall. I, I think, uh, man, th- this would be a big statement game if they can come out and blow this up. Yep, yep, I, I, I think so too. But you know, the Eagles don't want to go four and six, so yep. they're going to throw everything they have at them. This is a tough game to call. These games all week, man, across the board, and we'll get to this in a second. Uh, the, the Sunday night game is Vikings at the Bears. Yet another tough game, man, because I like the Vikings. Yeah. Um, and the Bears have been a surprising team. You know, obviously, before they got Khalil Mack this year, we said that they were, you know, five win, yeah. Like a five to, yeah, five win, seven win team. Uh, Khalil Mack has completely changed that defense, and that he is eating people's faces off. The Bears have been the biggest surprise of this year because I think they're ahead of schedule. Um, you and I both said before the season started they were about two years yep. away. I still think that. Um, therefore, I don't know. I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Vikings. In yeah, this one. I mean, I, I I agree. I think the Vikings are probably going to win this game actually, but I think the Bears, if they pick up the right free agents in the offseason, could be a fucking contender by next season. I mean, a legit NFC Championship contender. I do too. If they look, all they need is is some decent receivers. Yeah. Um, this Robinson kid is looked to, uh, okay, but that's not your superstar wide receiver. If they pick up some decent receivers, that's really all they need. Uh, Trubitsky, I look. I believe in that kid. I believe in their running backs. I like Cohen um, and Howard. I think that's a great one-two combo. Um, but they just don't have any receivers. Trey Burton's pretty good at, at, at tight end, so I think they're fine there. Um, but they just need some big play receivers. Their defense is set. Uh, yeah, but but e- even with all of that said, I'm gonna take the Vikings, man. I, Kirk Cousins is tough, and uh, I think this is a really close game. I think the spread is exactly where it should be, uh, and I think it'll come down to a field goal. Um, but I, I think the field goal is gonna be for the Vikings, and I think the Vikings are gonna win by three. Uh, last but not least is our Fight Club game of the week. This game was moved away from Mexico to Los Angeles. This is now a home game for the Rams. This is not in Mexico City anymore. The spread on this changed as soon as that was yep. announced. It was Rams minus one and a half that jumped up a point to Rams minus two and a half. I am taking the Chiefs, D'Anthony. Yeah, yeah. And you are taking the Rams. And look, 
This is the highest over in what twenty seven years or something it's, crazy like that. It is sixty three goddamn points, dude. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! Like that seems like a Boise State Hawaii yeah, over. I mean, That's how crazy this high over scoring is games happen in the NFL all the time, but Vegas doesn't predict this highest score game ever. It, like, tw- again, it's something like twenty seven years yeah, or thirty you, years. You got to look. I mean, shit. Uh, Kansas City is going to have a couple of guys over 1,000 yards receiving this year. Mahomes is having one of the top five best seasons for a quarterback in NFL history this year. So if you're not watching every game he plays, you're fucking up. Um, yeah, and look, this line is really fucking moving right yeah. now. Um, some, some books have this in Vegas at three and a half for the Rams. Wow. I do not. Look, they just lost Cooper Cup. Um, he's one of those guys, man. He was a gritty little fucking Jordy Nelson for that team. And uh, he's out for the season with a with a torn ACL. I don't know. I don't know how they replaced that kid. To be honest with you, and Mahomes has been legit um, in every fucking primetime game he's been in. I'm 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 riding with the Chiefs on this one all day long. I wonder what that air quality is going to be like there with the fires. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't move it to another neutral location of some sort. Or to you know, fuck man, Kansas City. Yeah, I mean it's hard to it's hard to get an NFL team to agree to play an away game, you know, when they should be playing a home game. Like neutral sites, one thing, but Kansas City's loud as fuck. Well, I, let me ask you this: How did they get? How did they get the Rams then to? Because this is a home game for the Rams yeah. now. I'm sure the Chiefs have to be pissed off about that. Well, no one gives a fuck about playing in L.A., I don't think, right? Even the Rams know, like, yeah, it's L.A. Like, we have fans there, but it's not like that. But if you go to Kansas City, it's loud as fuck there. Those fans don't fuck yeah. around, dude. They show up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning to start tailgating. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, look, that's one of the games we want to go yeah. to to tailgate sure. at. Um, but we don't, we don't have a lot of drinking bros in, in Kansas City. Uh, who, who really party for this team. Yeah. Hopefully they will now after this season. But uh, yeah, man, look, I'm taking the Chiefs. You're taking the Rams. This is our fight club game of the week. But overall, uh, D'Anthony, and maybe you can back me up on this one, between college football and the NFL this weekend, I am not betting-wise. Betting-wise, I am not excited about any of these games whatsoever. Nothing really stands out to me as like a gigantic lock uh, the college football is littered with these shitty matchups. NFL's got a lot of tricky games where all, the teams are pretty fucking evenly compared in most. Yeah, cities. I mean it's, it's there's parity on both sides. In the, I mean there's plenty of locks in college football because all these D two schools, the SECs decided to book. But in the NFL, there's a lot of parity this week. There's a lot of fucking great matchups. Um, what do we? I think after this past weekend, we're like eighty percent on the season, right? Close to, I want to say it's like 78.7 or yeah. something, you know, 78.8 or whatever. Uh, but we are always honest with the listeners. Look, this weekend, man, I, and I, I would just, I would stay away from most of these games, college and NFL wise. Yeah. They're they too hard to predict. Um, and these matchups are really, really close. And particularly in the NFL, most of these guys are evenly matched. And uh, in college, nothing really excites me except for that, you know, Syracuse Notre Dame game. Uh, as far as like a good game to watch, um, so I, I would stay away from this weekend. Mo- most, you know, betting wise, I, look, we don't want to see you guys lose at all, and we try to be honest as we can. And this this weekend just doesn't do it, man. And if you're, you know, just gonna throw a little bit of money on this shit, fine. But I wouldn't go hard this weekend. It's not the weekend to do it. Now next weekend will be a banger. 
But this weekend just isn't, man. I'm going to stay away from a lot of this shit. Uh, but look, we appreciate you listening. We, we appreciate everybody emailing us of, of how much you've won. You guys have been killing it. We've been killing it all year, all year round. This is a trap weekend, dude. Stay away from this weekend, betting-wise. Uh, for D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. Don't forget to go to uh, Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook or Brad P- Primo's yeah, page Brad, himself, dude. Primo's Hashtag page. prayers for Brad. Yeah, hashtag prayers for Brad. And our special guest this week, we were live in New Orleans for the, the, the Saints game against the Rams. We have defensive end Alex Okafor on the show. Superstar, great guy, even partied with him after yeah. the game. Uh, honestly, can't thank that dude enough, man. He was fucking great, and he's an awesome guest. Uh, so check him out. I pray you'll be all Welcome to Drinking Bros. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Alex Okafor, superstar Mm -hmm. defensive end for Uh, the New Orleans Saints. I don't know about superstar, but defensive end, yes. We're going to find out. Let's go. We're going to find out. (laughs) We're here for the biggest game, I'd say, of the season so far. Absolutely. Saints versus Rams. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's big for two reasons for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little guy named Todd Gurley on my fantasy football team. Have you heard of him? Okay, that's huge for you, then. Because you'll, you'll, you'll be going, yeah, you'll be going against him. Okay. So I, I thought I'd, I'd give you some Todd Gurley so- socks just in case, <laughs> just in case. This is uh, this is little Todd right here. He's up for the MVP. You'll be going against him a lot on Sunday, my man. I'm just okay. gonna. These are. It's a gift from me to you. You're if, welcome. If anything, I can repackage them. You know, give them out as a Christmas gift or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, but also, like, let's, uh-huh. let's say you're drinking, because I know you're a big fan of H-Factor water, right, same right. as me. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're drinking H-Factor water. I got a little something for the bottle what is that, for a you, too. It's a little, a little koozie, a little Todd Gurley koozie for extra, you. Extra, so extra. Oh, so extra. <laughs> I'm going to give this Alex. Pop this on one of your cans for me and bring that back. I just want to see what little Todd's face looks like once it's really stretched out across the can. <laughs> When you go up against a guy like that for Sunday's game, right. what's that? What, what what is that like in the film room? Mm-hmm. The film room. Do you, do you stare at that and say, "Holy shit! How do we stop this guy?" Well, yeah. Um, Todd Gurley as a player, he's like an elusive freight train. Yeah. So, um, in terms of statistics, they got the number one rush offense in the league. Mm-hmm. We have the number one rush defense in the league. Yep. So something has to give. You watch him on film, and you watch that offensive line on film, and his vision is so. Like beyond incredible, yeah. That you got to be gap sound within your defense, or he'll take advantage of it, and that's what you see the most on film. It's crazy because, like, I remember when he played for Georgia, and I thought he was great. Obviously, mm-hmm. he had the the ACL injury. Oh, look at that! Look at little Todd. Look at little Todd all stretched out on the can. I'm mad that it fits so well on the can. That's freaker. God, they make great. They've got all the the NFL teams, by the way. They get right. Drew Brees socks, everything. Okay, uh, but I like little Todd. I know that it fits so well on the can. Uh, no, but I looked at Todd Gurley in college when he was at Georgia, and he looked he looked good, but he didn't look that big. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's twice the size now mm-hmm. for some reason. Right. When he got to the NFL, mm-hmm. what ha- what happened to that dude? Um, like I said, I only saw him on TV when he was at Georgia, so I couldn't you know compare then and now. Sure, but he's definitely one of the bigger backs in the league. Um, you don't see a combination of size, speed, balance, and, and just that all around catching ability and skill set. On a frame like that. Usually yeah. with a frame like his, he's like a one-cut guy or a downhill runner. No, he can do it all, and that's that's what makes him great. A lot of ladies say that about me. Like, on a frame and a cut <laughs> like mine, like, this is, they say, Ross, you can't do it. 
like this is impossible that I'm going to meet another man like this the rest of my life. And I said, I know, I get it, I understand it. I hear you, man. He's a, a once in a lifetime talent. Same, same with me. Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing the number one rushing defense going mm-hmm. against him and seeing which worlds collide. I look, I, I, he's on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all the players are sick of hearing about fantasy football players. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't not sit him out because you guys are number one. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. So I, I've got to root for him. I mean, if, if that's what makes your team go, I can't fault you. <laughs> but just don't be mad at us. I'm you know, we, we have a job to do. And oh, we're no, gonna, not at all. We're going to do it to the best of our ability on Sunday. And I'll, and I'll say this, because we, you know, on the show, we go to the biggest games uh, every other week on the mm-hmm. planet. I'm just looking forward to a great game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're looking forward to, like, a, right. if it was 60-0, to zero, is that mm-hmm. your dream as a player? Uh... Yeah, I'll tell you, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, you play a team like the Rams. If you were, if we're able to blow them out sixty to zero, you can't dream of anything better than that. But as a player, like those tight games and those memorable games, those are the moments that you that you miss when you're out the league. So yeah, I, I, I fully expect it to be a back and forth battle, and I'm sure it's going to come down to the last possession. That's what I think too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I know I, I don't know how close you guys follow the Vegas odds, but mm-hmm. I think it's a one and a half point spread right now I mean, that's a that's a field goal game is what vegas is predicting right 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 um you, know, yeah. you probably don't follow that at all right what i know you, what, todd Gurley. speaking of todd Gurley, yeah. he doesn't i was about the, to say the yeah, last we, game he took a knee off <laughs> on us and i was like no i, I saw, host the sports show i saw that on film but he blew, no. the, he blew the point spread right he blew right. the over mm-hmm. I, I look the fantasy football he already had like 36 right. points i mean i'm fine right, on right, the right. touchdown but for everybody betting at home, I was like, oh, no. As, no. A, as a player, it's hard to keep up with spreads, man. We got so much going on within the film room, within the playbook and practice. And, you it's know, too it's tough, just right? too hard to keep up with, man. Because I've heard some other players say the opposite, where they're like, we know. <laughs> we know. Warren Sapp was just like, I know. We knew this spread every week. Uh, it's not in this organization. I couldn't tell you that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Speaking of, of mm-hmm. the Saints organization, mm-hmm. I, look, I'm a lifelong Falcons fan. Right. It's our biggest rival. Mm-hmm. But the Saints is, is one team, because, look, I, we were talking before we went on here, that mm-hmm. uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Right. I hate I hate Michigan. Mm-hmm. I never hated the Saints, even though they were our biggest rival. Mm-hmm. You guys always played the game the right way, and I loved your players over the years. Mm-hmm. We're in Deuce McAllister's ball. Right, 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 uh, right. He was one of my favorites, mm-hmm. even though we played for... Uh, obviously, my rival. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that like? Uh, the the Saints Falcons rivalry for you? Whew, man, um, it's intense, and it goes deeper than just football. Man, I'm talking about the fans are ugly Nuts. with each other. Fans yeah. are crazy. You, we go to Atlanta. They come here. You know, you got to get the worst out of people. So um, it's an incredible rivalry. Uh, when it comes to NFL matchups, I don't think there's many rivalries better than that one right there and you know we look forward to that opportunity in that game every chance we get yeah and and i look i enjoy it as a fan but you're right i think the fans are rougher on each other than the players absolutely where you guys have like the saints and falcons have always been respectful for one another mm-hmm. in the stands it's a different story it's mm-hmm. bulls on parade i right. mean people are knocking each other out <laughs> right uh, especially down here right right, right it right, gets right. nasty down here doesn't Listen, it it's it's ugly but ugly in a good way man that's what you like to see man especially out here in new orleans man i think that's what makes our team go it's just the passion of our fans so you know if you're an opposing team or an opposing fan base coming to the superdome oh you're gonna be unwelcome and we oh, go, yeah. we're gonna make it uncomfortable for you oh yeah <laughs> yep. yeah it's mm-hmm. it's no joke here mm-hmm. um do you enjoy this as opposed to where you were drafted 
Arizona? Yeah. I mean, I like each place for different reasons. Um, I love where I'm at right now, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. But at the same time, I'm not going to knock Arizona at all. I had We had some of our best years out there in Arizona under Bruce Arians. So, uh, yep. I mean, just different memories for each team, man. But like I said, I'm here with the Saints, and I'm excited because I feel like we got just as good of a chance as anybody to win this Super Bowl. Yeah, because it, it's mm-hmm. one of those things. The reason why I asked that question mm-hmm. was, I've been to Arizona. I've seen games, Cardinals games. Mm-hmm. The fans are not the same as Saints right, fans. Right, like, right, right, right. There's something about, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine, something about hearing those fans mm-hmm. and how rabid they are in the stands that right. makes you want to play even harder. Right, absolutely. And I think the biggest difference is that um, Saints fans, most of them, 80% of them, truly from New Orleans. Diehard fans. Yeah. Grew up here. You know, They're saving up for a year just to come to one of these games. Arizona... If you've ever been out there, it's one of those places where people retire, you know, a lot of people move to Arizona, people went to school there, so, you know, they just stay within the city or whatnot. So a lot of those fans, the the Cardinals isn't their first, you know, their first team. So um, there's positives and negatives to that. But like I was saying, here in New Orleans, you have diehard, passionate fans. And they bring it on game day just as hard as the players do. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking about bringing it on game day, mm-hmm. your college team brought Texas, it on game day. UT, baby. Ooh. Man, mm-hmm. I shot a movie down there. lived there for about uh, around four months okay. on that campus. Uh-huh. It was one of the best uh-huh. college campus experiences I've ever been around. I've okay. been to a lot of colleges. Right. Loved UT. Okay. I love when they're a great program, mm-hmm. uh, and they seem like they're back this year. Right, right, right. And uh, like you said, man, whenever whenever UT is playing well, it's kind of like the Cowboys. It's good yes, for college it football. Is. It's great for college it's football. It's great for college football. Um, yeah, I think we're on the right track. Uh, Tom Herman had his work cut out for him. Uh, I know we started out with an ugly loss against Maryland, but the way he responded and the way the team bounced back, I mean, that says something within its own. And uh, I know we dropped one last week, which is still eating at me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we got a big one this week, and uh, we can make a lot of people forget about that last game if we get this dub. We had a guy uh, who played for Texas, Jeremy mm-hmm. Hills, right, who right, now right. works for uh, mm-hmm. On It Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on the show a couple weeks ago, and I asked him, I was mm-hmm. like, how long did it take you to meet McConaughey? <laughs> how long was it? A week? Are you, are you two saying, weeks? Uh, oh, are you yeah, asking now me I'm now? asking you. Listen, Jeremy said it was like two weeks. He I was, was like, about oh. to say, it's not long at all. <laughs> Matthew, He's around a lot, right? Listen, Matthew McConaughey is a diehard Texas fan in general, and it's great for the program. He is, he's not just there on game days to soak up, you know, the shine and no, all that. No, no, no. He's, he's di- at he's, practice. Yeah. He's at practice. He's around the facility. He talks to the team. So you really get to know him, and, you know, that's that's what makes that place special. It is. It mm-hmm. is. Who are, your, who are your besties from back in the day playing? Who that I play with? Kenny Vaccaro. He's one of the reasons I'm here as a Saint now. Really? Mm-hmm. No kidding. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yep. Uh, was it Mac Brown? Was that the Mac Brown era that was for you? The Mac Brown era, man. You, are you, you down with Mac Brown, or what were your thoughts on him? Oh, man. Most Mac, of the fans yeah. go the other way <laughs> on Mac Brown. I'm not going to force you into an answer. Right, no, no, but. no. I mean, I already had an answer already on my mind. But um, Coach Brown, listen, Coach Brown is one of those, like, great legendary coaches. And as good as he was on the field coaching, he's even better as a, a human being. He held players accountable. Uh, he set a prime example, and I love him for that. I think uh, with the program, I think as he was getting older into his later years, I think Coach Brown was one of those situations where people thought the grass would be greener on the other side. Right. And we had a lot of bad years, man, and yeah. uh, we're just now getting back to where we were. But I I feel like if Coach Brown was still there, we wouldn't have had as big of a, you know, as sure. big of a dip and as big of a, 
non-competitive tenure as we had. Yeah, because you got Tom Herman now, who right. is Ohio State's offensive right. coordinator, mm-hmm. and he seems to have righted the ship. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you guys have looked pretty good, uh-huh. you know, all season except for that last game, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. But uh, I, I think Texas has got some great, great years ahead, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm amped for it. Do you go back mm-hmm. a lot? Yeah, I went back uh, during the bye week and uh, saw the Baylor game. Oh, you yeah, yeah. So that's the good part about being uh, at UT. It's, they really embrace the family atmosphere. So you make one call, tell them you're coming in town, and that's the only call you have to make. The rest Man. of it, you got an itinerary set for game day. It's how fun is that school? That's what I'm saying. They make it so easy and so you know warming when you come back to the to the program, and uh, I definitely appreciate that. Do you miss it? If you could trade the NFL and uh-huh. go back to college again, would you do it? Man, um, <laughs> it's a tough term, answer. In terms of experiences, friendships, all of that, absolutely. But then I'd have to empty out my bank account. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So then again, you know which one? Yeah. But and you put look, aside you the, love the bank account. Put aside the money. College football is where it's, it's at. It's the man. best, right? Yes, yes. It's the best of all mm-hmm. time. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny you say the bank account. Mm-hmm. I Do you know everybody else's bank accounts? Because we had a player on. I'm not going to say who it was. Mm-hmm. Off air, he told me. I said, hey, do you really like playing for this, this team in this city mm-hmm. and whatever? Uh, off air, he was like. No, but they paid me the most, and, I, and I'm going there. He goes, I didn't even buy a house in that city. I rent, and as soon as, as, soon as it's over. That's terrible. I'm not, I know. That's, that's I know. terrible. I'm not going to say who it is. I, I, I could probably guess the city, but I'm not going to do that. But continue, continue. <laughs> what would be your first guess, Jacksonville? Uh, no, I'm not going to do it's that. not Jacksonville. I'm still young, man. I have a lot of years left of my career. You do. You know, those cities might need me later in the past. So <laughs> let's keep this conversation future, rolling. Yeah, 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 in, yeah. in the future, absolutely. <laughs> but when you're, when you're getting drafted, and you're sitting around draft night. Yep. There's got to be teams where mm-hmm. you're like, man, I hope they don't pick me. No, I mean. Because Arizona, at least, is Arizona. Right, where you're like, all right, right great. Right. Sunny. All those workout facilities are out there. They've yeah. got some of the best training mm-hmm. training and, you know, right. programs there is on the on the planet. Mm-hmm. So at least you're safe there. Right, right, but if right. you're sitting there watching at home and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, Minnesota. I'll, listen, I, I'll tell you this. You would think that's the first instinct that you would think, oh, these teams that are awful, yeah. you know, I don't want to play for them. But yeah. honestly, as a college kid coming out, it's kind of like when you're being recruited. You're, you're living your dream, and you're like, oh, even though this team went, whatever, 3-13 and 13 last year, I'm here now. This draft class is here now. We could yeah. turn this thing around. It's just like getting recruited in college, man. You go to a school, and you don't go to a school because you think you're going to be bad, even though the team is bad. You come in thinking that y'all are going to be good. So I think when I got drafted to Arizona, I think they might have won like six games when I got drafted. It was four games, actually. Oh, really? Four games the year before I got drafted. And I came in, and that didn't, that didn't make a difference to me. Yeah. I think they had three different starting quarterbacks the year before I got there. But once I got there, I was like, okay, let me look at the roster. This is who we have. I think this will be our year. Yeah. And it, ended, it was. We went 10-6 and six that year. So, Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you this. Throughout mm-hmm. the week, do you watch the Thursday night games? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you watch all the other teams. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm just a, to scout them or just as a fan? I'm a football fanatic. I'm a sports fanatic in general. So whenever, uh, whenever specifically football or basketball is in TV, I'm going to watch. So um, like you said, when, when I'm sitting at home watching the games, 
I view it from a fan standpoint. Yeah. I view it from a fan standpoint. So I'm admiring what the players are doing. I'm admiring how the game is going, you know, the score, the way it's played. But when I'm in the classroom, that's when you kind of analyze the X's and O's. So there's sure. two different viewing experiences. Did you watch the 49ers Raiders game the other night? I That was the one Thursday night game I wasn't able to catch. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, right? Yeah. Last yeah. night. I heard it was uh, ugly. Yeah, you missed I heard it. it was ugly. You missed it. You just couldn't make that one? I just a couldn't one make that one. 1 in 16 versus 1 in 7? I, I couldn't, man. I it couldn't was do brutal. It. <laughs> I, I threw it on for fantasy reasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, yep. I got George Kittle, the tight end, who's mm-hmm. lit people up all year, all okay. year round. Okay. And um, the, 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 there was a third-string quarterback, Nick mm-hmm. Mullins. I heard he had a hell of a game. Destroyed it. I'm uh-huh. talking like Hollywood movie script thing. Right. Okay. And even I got caught up in it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, this is the worst game on the planet." But that's mm-hmm. what I love about sports and mm-hmm. NFL and all that stuff. Like, there mm-hmm. could be a night where a Nick Mullins comes in and absolutely destroys everybody. Absolutely, yeah. That's what you got to love about sports, man. Uh, you never know somebody's situation. You never know what motivates them. Even though they might not be the head honcho or the top dog, don't ever underestimate anybody because it could be anybody's day. Yeah. And, and it was his last night. Uh, since you're in New Orleans, do you ever mm-hmm. go to any Pelican, Pelicans games? Yeah, I went to uh, a couple last year. I haven't been able to make any this year. You, you, are you friends with Davis? And the uh, Davis I him around. I don't. I don't know him. He doesn't know me by name, but obviously I know of him. I don't know if you guys and all bro out because you're you're all professional athletes. It's, the way it is, it's the, the our seasons overlap a little bit, but for the most part, our seasons are pretty spread apart. So we're we're not really all at the facility at the same time. Like we'll gotcha. catch him. We'll catch him around this time. This is like the time where you might sure. cross paths. But other than that, you don't really see each other at the facility. All right. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so I didn't know if it was all like, all right, cool. We're all mm-hmm. famous, and let's do right. that. That's kind of how Hollywood is. Where it's like, hey, right, you're right, famous. Right. I'm famous. Let's hang out. Like, also, also, you know, NFL schedules taxing, NBA schedules taxing, and the off season, everybody goes home to where they're from. So you'd be surprised. There's not many opportunities to get out and hang with, you know, other just other people in general. Where's your hometown? Uh, back in Pflugerville. It's like 20 minutes north of Austin. Oh, really? Didn't have to go far for school Man, at all. Living yep. the dream. Absolutely. I love Texas. I love Austin in particular. It's, Absolutely. A, it's a great city. Absolutely. One of the best cities in America, I mm-hmm. think. I would agree. I just uh, purchased a spot out there uh, last year, and every chance I get, I can't wait to get back home. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What's it like when you get that, that first contract? Is everybody hitting you up? Uh, you, Family, no, friends? No, because um, you'd be surprised just because family and friends know that I mean, nobody's delusional. You got a list of people you got to take care of. When you get right. that first contract, obviously, parents are first. Parents are first. Parents, parents are, are first. first. Yeah. Siblings are second. Yeah. And then you go a little bit outside the immediate family. So, unless your unless your homies are delusional or just are just bold, yeah. they're not going to be the first people to ask you to break <laughs> them off, man. They're going to wait it out a little bit. Maybe a couple years into the deal, they might, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. throw something at you. Do you guys talk about that in the locker room? Of like, yo, you're not going to oh, believe yeah, this. We, my, we swap stories. My, my homie told me yeah, we swap he wanted stories. this. Yeah. Right, right, he wanted right. a car or he wanted mm-hmm. this or right. he had something against me in the past. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it, man. Yeah. No, and it's not really about, like, outrageous, like, uh, demands or anything like that. It's more of just like getting ir- getting irritated if like you do help somebody out and they come back for more when yeah. they haven't paid. And you're just like, bro, they haven't paid. You I back. just gave you right. a Lambo. Like, get out of my right. face. <laughs> We're not taking it to those extreme. That was extreme right there. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's giving out Lambos, and if they're giving out Lambos, somebody I, please, somebody help them out. I've got one for you. So as mm-hmm. a kid, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, right. diehard Falcons fan. Like I said, Andre Risen was doing that shit all the time. Like, mm-hmm. as, a, as a kid growing up, where it was right. just like, 
man, he mm-hmm. was giving out. He was one of those guys who was always wearing sunglasses too, mm-hmm. like out in public, like even to his like the like school. <laughs> he was one of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the schools where you're just like, man, right. you're in an elementary school, and he rolls in in a suit and sunglasses, and you're like, bro. I, even as like a third grader, I he knew, didn't take him like, off when uh, when he got inside. No, and then left mm-hmm. eye burned down his house. I remember that. I remember. I, that. I was in. So I'm my. Uh, I used to pick up my best friend mm-hmm. for school, and I drove. Through the neighborhood, the morning in that neighborhood to pick up my best friend, uh-huh. and as it was burning down, I was like, "Man, you could see like the flames and the all, smoke, the, all of it." And so we went through the Sheesh. ashes afterwards, because yeah. um, like as kids, you yeah, know, yeah. high school kids, we were uh-huh. like, "I wonder what was in there." Right. She threw. I don't know if you know this. She threw everything in the bathtub, uh-huh. clothes, CDs, everything, uh-huh. and then tre- treated that like it was a fire pit, and then it that's how just, it lit up. Yeah. Wow. And we went through it as a kid. So while like, it was burning, she was just continuing to, to throw totally. stuff into it. That's and the crazy. neighbors, you know, all the white neighbors were out. And they were like, oh, my God. This is, That's We insane. can't believe this house burned down or whatever. Andre mm-hmm. didn't give a fuck. He was just like, well, I'll That's get another insane. one, I guess. <laughs> that was Andre Rising, though. Like, that, that dude insane, never man. cared. Right, right, right. So that, that was one where I was mm-hmm. just like, man. Like, he was always doing extravagant things. You mm-hmm. knew he was going to go broke. Right, right, right. Well, lucky in our day and age, we've had a couple documentaries. We've had a couple, you I was know, just going to ask, did and, you watch it? it? I did watch it. We've had documentaries. We've had uh, ceremonies as a rookie that, you know, Is it Herm Edwards? Is it Herm Edwards? He Herm was Edwards? there. He yeah, was. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he was talking about financials at the, uh, the rookie symposium, but he was there. But, um, yeah, we have all these different avenues to inform us on how to save money. Doesn't work for everybody, but at least everybody's a little more conscious of it than they were back then. Yeah, I mean, because you got to mm-hmm. walk around the locker room now and say, hey, guys, mm-hmm. there's enough out there that mm-hmm. if you make these mistakes, you make them on your own. Right. Like, I can't, Absolutely. I can't help You've you out. You've been warned. You've heard stories. Yeah. Learn from the people that have done it and made the mistakes then learn, then rather than learn from yourself. What, what's something you want to do after football? Like, do you want to own a like a giant water company or something Jeez, like that? Man, that's the that's probably the hardest question you can ask me today, man. I I was just talking to one of my teammates, Sheldon Rankins, about it the other day, and um, honestly, I have no idea what I want to do after football. Um, really? I don't say that as a bad thing, just because I know that I could get into some things and I have ideas, but I just haven't pinpointed one thing that I could get into. Um, well, you're a young it, guy. Right, right, right. I still, I feel like I still have a lot of years left and a lot of time to, to figure it out. But, I mean, let's say I couldn't play tomorrow and I had to do something and it could be anything. I'd probably say, like I said, I'd want to be commentator, you know, the typical half sure. and after football, talk sports, talk about what I know. Yeah. Either whether it's on TV or radio, something like that. So Ownership. That Own a product, a consumable product. That That's what we be, always say. Right. Uh, one of our sponsors, all my best friends own a company called Black Rifle Coffee. Uh-huh. They crush. And it's own a consumable product. Um, right. That's... No, I, like I said, even with this, this HVAC, I've looked up numbers on this. And, I mean, it's probably too late to get in the game now. But even stuff like that, just ask a simple Sander, product. I asked the other day. I was like, yo, man, is it too late to get in Right. Even a simple product like this is just something that would be huge if you can get into it early. Exactly, yeah. Right. right. And, the, but, obviously, the hardest thing is the risk of it. You don't know if it's going to blow up like exactly. this. So, exactly. You know, you just got to do your research on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you take a guy like LeBron, mm-hmm. to me... I think he took that Lakers deal for mm-hmm. the afterlife. Right. I don't think he really thinks he can win a title there. That's my, that's my personal opinion. Because yeah. if, if you look at his, like, again, I'm a Hollywood guy. Mm-hmm. I know his production schedule that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the, sh- the shop on HBO. Right. He's doing right. Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got, I think, four movies in some form of production. Right. right. L.A. is obviously the place to do that. I mm-hmm. mean, he's setting up his afterlife mm-hmm. now. 
it, you know. No doubt. No, he's he's definitely moving to L.A. was definitely a two for one for him. Yeah. Definitely get to play ball for one of the most storied franchises. Yep. And at the same time, you know, extend your off the field activity and in endeavors or whatnot. So I think it was good. I think you're wrong about him not being able to win there. You think he won a championship there? I think he can get one. I don't think he can get more than one, but I think he can get one. Ooh. It depends who he gets this offseason. This offseason will tell everything. Yes. I, I say will. this offseason, but I also say his age. I mean, he's, you know, what, 35 now? I think LeBron's one of those players that's going to go out gracefully. I don't oh, see his production I, I, I don't see his production dropping Kobe much. Kobe was my favorite player of right, all time. Right. Of all time. Right. And I, I said the same thing. I was mm-hmm. like, it'll never happen to Kobe, mm-hmm. and then it happened to Kobe. Uh, the reason I say that for LeBron is because even, even if his athleticism dies out on him, even if he can't buy a bucket to save his life, at the bare minimum, he can still be an elite point guard. He can still be a Ben Simmons at the bare minimum. Yeah. So but I, th- I, I don't – with Ben Simmons, he doesn't win a championship. for. He's got to have pieces right, around you're him. right. Absolutely. So in what I've heard mm-hmm. is with, with LeBron in particular, mm-hmm. a lot of these free agents like Jimmy Butler and them, mm-hmm. they didn't want to come. Kawhi I see Leonard that. didn't want to come. I see that. And I don't, I don't see that as a knock on LeBron. I see that I as, you His know – me personally, but I don't. The way I see it is, guys like Kawhi, Jimmy, like, what do I look like linking up with the best player in the world? Like after Kevin Durant got all that heat for going to the Warriors, I don't want to be that next guy that gets the heat for you know linking up with the best player in the world. Just, I mean, competitively, you want to go against the best, you want to beat the best. So I don't, I don't take it as a knock on LeBron. I take it as you know competition. Speaking of which, do you get mm-hmm. or, or players, not yourself, but mm-hmm. do you do they get jealous when it's about Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, and mm-hmm. the Saints? No, no, not at all. Because we know, we know Drew is the engine. We know he, we know he runs this train. Is he and a good dude in real yeah, life? Yeah, he's great people, man. One of the best dudes you'll ever meet. So there's, how about Kamara? AK, we, yeah, that's what we call him. AK, he's good hey, people too, man. man. Hell of a player, man. I've. He's got the bo- he's got the bone <laughs> earring in. He got a look to him. He, he does. Got, he got a nice you know different like look to him. Young thug. I don't know if you're a young thug young fan. Th- <laughs> uh, I am. I've, got, I've like- gotten young thug. I've gotten a little Uzi. You know, a couple <laughs> of these rappers, man. But uh, he's definitely pulling the look off and making it work. He is mm-hmm. easy breezy, beautiful thugger girl. <laughs> Uh, and I got him. I've got him on my on my fantasy team as well. Right, I am right, right. Destroying people's lives in fantasy. Well, I can see that. And again, you're, I'm sure you're tired of hearing about I was it. Say, what type of league do you play in where you can get Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara? I don't. So it's two different leagues. Okay, got you, I, I have got to you. run through the show. We, mm-hmm. we run four, mm-hmm. and they're called Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. And it's mandatory that you had to win a championship before that. Mm-hmm. I, like these other people, though, I feel like I'm playing against mm-hmm. our, our children. Like it's it's mm-hmm. like. It's like giving quaaludes to midgets is what I <laughs> like. I'm destroying them across the board. Yeah. Because I told everybody the audience, we did mm-hmm. a, a way too early fantasy football prediction show. Mm-hmm. My sleeper of the year was Pat Mahomes. Okay. Lit it up. And yeah. I had the first pick in the draft, so mm-hmm. I took I took Gurley. Okay. And I took Pat Mahomes in like the seventh. Those okay. two. And then uh, Adam Thielen. Wow. Thielen was my dude. Is this all so on like, one team? All on one team. That's because <laughs> because Thielen's not a white fair. receiver, on, but, but here's the thing: yeah, Thielen's yeah. a white receiver. Right. Nobody thought he was no going to have another Absolutely. year. So yeah, they were no like, question. "Ah, that guy's done." Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes, young, he hadn't played, he hasn't mm-hmm. hadn't started until this right, year. Right. So There's a lot of unknowns about yeah, him. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. Gurley was a, a surefire one or mm-hmm. two. Either him or Le'Veon Bell. Right. Right. When you look at it, speaking of Le'Veon Bell, when you look at a Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. not playing this year, mm-hmm. what do you think of that? Man. I look at it as like this, especially at the running back position, man. He got he to gotta look out for his own future. He got to look out for himself, especially at that position. He, um, I mean, he, he's 
the motor to that offense and the fact that they didn't take care of him like he deserves. I, I'm, I'm always going to be with the player. Yeah. One of my good friends, Earl Thomas, got the short end of the yeah. stick in that situation, in the same exact situation. So I don't blame Le'Veon at, at all, especially being at the position that he plays. Yeah. yeah. And, like, well, I, I don't blame Earl Thomas either. Mm-hmm. When he flicks off the sidelines on mm-hmm. his way out of there, right. I thought that was well-deserved across the board. Because, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you're – when you're not paying somebody like that mm-hmm. or, or bickering over a contract, especially mm-hmm. somebody who's been that great for that long, mm-hmm. I mean, again, one play can end it. Right. He's not going to get a, a huge contract in the mm-hmm. offseason. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's – we all know he's the best free safety in football. Yeah. He's a generational-type talent and player. And he got the – he helped get the Seahawks to two Super Bowls and win one. So, for them – to not take care of him in that aspect, in that regard, and just be so cold and, and cold-blooded with him. It was just – it was unbelievable to me, and uh, I feel bad for him. But I know it, he'll bounce back. It's a ruthless business, isn't it? It is. It's a business, man. And, uh, I mean, we all know that going into it. It just sucks that when the player views it as a business, you know, the player gets shitted on. But when yep. the organization views it as a business, fans are always on their side, which makes sense because fans are fans of the team, not the players. So. Sure. I mean, I, I will say this. Mm-hmm. After – you know, doing a sports show and all that other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I tend to side more with the players afterwards mm-hmm. because it is right. just a meat market, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, great, mm-hmm. next man up. I mean, right. James Conner mm-hmm. killing the game this year. Right. It's like right. a lot of fans online on Twitter mm-hmm. are lighting Bell up saying, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't come back. We right. don't need him anymore. Right. Right. And the Steelers right. have recovered. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you're Le'Veon Bell sitting at home mm-hmm. going, shit, I didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, he he's, he didn't think that would happen, but at the same time, he's going to get his money. We know what he can do, yeah. especially at the running back position. Running backs, you you want to you want as little miles on your body as possible. It's not one of those positions where you have to get into rhythm. You can plug a guy in at running back right away, and he can produce. So yeah. you know, next offseason, the team will pick him up. He'll get the dollar amount he wants, and he'll ball out. Yeah, because he's what twenty seven now. He's right. like as a running back, you hit that wall mm-hmm. at thirty. He'll get one more big contract, mm-hmm. right. and he's good to go. Right. Do you think about that in your mind? Uh, like, hey, here's mm-hmm. my age. Here's mm-hmm. my next contract. Right. I've got to go as hard as I can because mm-hmm. the next the next one's probably going to be your biggest, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, um, is that on yeah. your mind already? No, it's just the way I see it. With me, I know if I stay healthy, everything I want, I'll be able to get, and. Um, that's the thing in this league, man. Health is wealth in this league. So it as is. long as you can stay healthy and you're available, somebody will need you, somebody will want you. And that, I mean, assuming you're playing well. Yeah. So, you know, that I'm not worried about that. That will take care of itself as long as I stay healthy. Yeah, the, the only guy who's going to play until he's 100 years old is Frank Gore. <laughs> I'm convinced if the apocalypse happened, <laughs> there would be maybe like three roaches right. and Frank Gore would, would, would be still uh-huh. running the football somewhere right. on, on this earth and everybody would be dead. That guy is 90 years old and he's he not is. going anywhere. He is. He, he still looks good, too. I'll still tell you looks that. great. He still looks good. He still looks great. Have you it's, guys played Miami this year? We haven't. We haven't. But uh, we've Good definitely, luck running into Frank Gore. We've seen him on film and it's... Uh, it's crazy. Every time we see him on film, man, we're like, uh-oh. There goes granddaddy. <laughs> but uh, that's out of respect, though. Whenever, I know. In this league, if you can get called granddaddy, that's a sign of uh, respect. Same, man. Yeah, you, want, you want to be the old man in this business. Yeah. yeah. It's what, a lifespan of three years is the average Absolutely. for for an NFL player? Mm-hmm. Good for Frank. Right. Shit. Mm-hmm. He's still doing it. Killing it, too. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you married at all? No, I have a girlfriend, not married. You, have a, you have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. What's it like living in a, in a city like New Orleans when you're a star player? <laughs> Oh, there was a heavy sigh there. No, not. <laughs> it's got to be amazing, right? No, it's 
I'm older now than I was back in the day. So how old are you? What 20, 27. 27, yeah. 27, a little bit older. So my lifestyle has slowed down a little bit. But um, during the season, I'm locked in anyways. I can't. You can't get into too much trouble during the season anyways. During the yeah. off season, I go back to Texas. So it's hard for me to answer that question. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, look, I'm asking. Mm-hmm. We had Freddie Mitchell on the show mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Freddie had no problem. He brought a white <laughs> and a black girl to the show. Dead serious. <laughs> and he goes, I'm fucking them both at the end of the night. And I was like, God damn it, Freddie. <laughs> Legendary. Freddie Mitchell never lies. Um, Legendary. Legend. Dude, the Fred X, I told him, I was mm-hmm. like, you're born in the wrong era. If you were just five years to mm-hmm. the right, you would have made a $100 million, and then you could have really blown it out as Fred X. Would have had a TV show and everything. Uh, the, mm-hmm. he's, I love that guy. He's, right. he's the best. Right. Uh, who's your favorite player as a fan? Like, mm. if you didn't have to play against him and you weren't competing right, against right, right, him for right. a Super Bowl title, mm-hmm. who's your favorite player that you like to watch? Man, um, it has to be a defensive end because that's the position I play. So, growing up, I always idolized Julius Peppers. And the fact that he's still in the he's one of those guys Amazing. that you he's feel like he years. can play forever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, every time I get to play against him, man, it's an honor. And uh, he's definitely one of my all-time favorite players in the league. Julius Peppers is great. Mm-hmm. Let's go all-time. Mm-hmm. All-time, who's your dude? All time. Um, any era you can pick. Any era. Um, I'm going to have to venture away from defensive end then. As a kid, I think everybody's favorite player, especially around my age, everybody's favorite player growing up was Randy Moss. Uh, I love watching Randy Moss. Randy Moss was like the Allen Iverson of basketball, yeah. man. He was like the, the cool, unstoppable force. That everybody wanted to be like. So, Randy Moss is probably my all-time favorite player. Man, he was a blast to watch. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love Randy Moss. Incredible. So fun to watch. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look I, look, I know you got a huge weekend. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you one question before you get, get out it. of here. Mm-hmm. Do the Saints win the Super Bowl this year? I think so. Um, you know in this game anything can happen. Yes. As long as we stay healthy, uh, stay humble, take it one game at a time, I don't think there's anything that can stop us from winning the Super Bowl this year. I so. don't either. And look, you just mm-hmm. traded for Eli Apple. Right, right, you right. Have Which was a huge move for us. Huge yep. move for you guys. Mm-hmm. I right. think he's great. He just right. got stuck in right. a bad situation Absolutely. There. I think we'll definitely bring out the best in him. And you have now, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it's 80 players from The Ohio State University on your team. 79. It's crazy, right? <laughs> right, right. God damn, we're good. Mm-hmm. How do we not win more titles than just one? Oh, man. You guys have a- our... I think our whole I think our whole back end secondary is from Ohio State. They are. We got young guys. We got OGs. Like we got guys <laughs> all across the board from Ohio Michael State. Michael Thomas, Ohio State. Like it's, I mean, it's ridiculous, man. Man, look, man, you you you've been a blast to hang mm-hmm. out with. I appreciate you sharing some time mm-hmm. on the on the biggest game of the year with mm-hmm. us on Drinking Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of luck, and I, I look forward to seeing you play on Sunday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Thank you.